the tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Brought to you on Kiss FM by J. Michael, fashion for everyone. Welcome back, Sandy. Hey, Blake and Aaron. Thank you, thank you. How are you guys? Good. Uh, how's, nice your little, uh, you again? how's your little trip? Yeah, it was all good. Mission yeah. mostly accomplished. All right. Got a new microphone or is it just different camera angle? Um, A new stand, a new boom arm. Ah, nice. All right. What do you got same, for us this morning? Same good old trusty mic. Um, well, gosh, I missed so much over the weekend. Yeah. I guess you guys heard about the shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that would have been Saturday morning. Friday. Uh, yes, Friday, Friday, early Saturday morning. Friday mm-hmm. night going into it. Yeah. yeah. So pretty crazy. Um, two men were shot. We understand. Seems like they're going to survive and they're going to be okay. The police have obviously launched an investigation. Happened down at Trafalgar uh, Place on West Bay Road, which is like all the way down West Bay Road. Um, So, yes, uh, you know, patrons said they were at Jungle Nightclub, bar and nightclub. And then something obviously tragically went wrong. So um, we saw some video footage, people recording it. Some people said the police were not as responsive as they could have been. So lots of things still being flushed out in terms of the details. But, um, you know, we, we were quite shocked to see that had happened um, over the weekend. Yeah. Well, we'll keep everybody updated. The police, like I said, have launched an investigation. They've also launched an investigation into what they say is a sudden death of a Filipino man. We actually heard this on Friday. Initially, onlookers thought the person had had a heart attack, but early on, within a couple hours, we heard that it was actually a little bit more than that, and that um, he may have, uh, you know, self-inflicted something on himself. And so the police are saying that they're they're investigating the circumstances around his death at this time, but they're not suspecting foul play. So, in other words, unfortunately, this was death by his own hands, um, is yeah. what everybody's saying. Really sad situation. Yeah. Of course, we want to remind people that if they're struggling and um, you know they need someone to talk to, there are mental health professionals available that they can certainly reach out to. Yeah, pretty sad. So a 60-year-old visitor to the Cayman Islands um, has passed away after a water-related incident. This happened in the Cayman Kai area. The woman is from North Carolina, and she was here uh, visiting. 11.05 a.m. on Saturday, police and other emergency services were dispatched saying that she was experiencing some sort of a medical emergency in the water. So unfortunately, oh. she passed away um, after she uh, was transferred to the hospital. Oh, no, no. haven't heard a lot of that this year, by the way. Mm. Yeah, it's sad to hear it, though. Yeah. Um, so in other news, there's some changes coming up to um, pension for uh, Caymanians and home ownership. We're actually going to try to have a guest on maybe by Thursday or Friday who's going to break it all down to us. And we need some money advice. I see a lot of people making decisions. Well, I got that email that something is being changed. What is it? It's basically an increase in what you can access, like how much you can access towards your pension. Okay. Towards a mortgage, if you get a mortgage. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think we need to break it down for people to really ascertain whether or not mm-hmm. it is truly beneficial to them. I think one of the things that people don't realize when they're doing that is that you have to pay that back. Uh, (laughs) Is that changing? You you don't have to pay it back directly. But I mean, if you dip into your pension, what are you going to do? No, if you sell the house. So this is this is to help Mm -hmm. Canadians kind of get into home ownership. Mm -hmm. You sell the house within five years. You have to pay it back. 
Otherwise, you don't have to pay back. No, you do. But That's wrong. That's incorrect. You have to you have to immediately start paying one percent back, and if you do sell your house, the the you're, money you're on the hook for the whole whole thing. You're on the hook. Yeah. Okay. Yes, All right. Exactly. Well, let me. Yeah. Let me. Let me double check. But yeah, it's uh, because it's we got contacted by uh, pensions because we did that when we bought our house, mm-hmm. and uh, four years later they're like, you know, letting us know. Um, <laughs> it took them a while to let us know, but like, yeah, uh. we forgot about that part, but they reminded us. Mm. So yeah, we you can't you can't sell the house until you pay, or if you do, uh, you have to pay it back immediately. But you have to start paying it back uh, right, right now with your pension. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, we're definitely going to um, be finding an expert to come on the show and break it all down for us. So hopefully Thursday, Friday's episode will be all about that. But I'll definitely let everybody know. Yeah, and if some if something's different, let us let us know as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Okay. Awesome. All right, Sandy, we'll, uh, we'll catch your show on Bobo right now. We'll see you tomorrow for the two uh, the Wednesday headlines. All right. Okay, guys. Have a good right, one. See you later. See Time to style up this one. Bigger. Bigger. Better. Better. Older. Older. The cold, hard truth is taking talk to the next level. Right here on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's Community Radio. We are still spilling the tea. And committed to being part of the change that Cayman so desperately needs. Join Sandy Hill weekdays from 7.30 a.m. for Premier Access, Cayman Voices, Truthful Thursdays, and much more. Cayman's number one talk show is now bigger, bigger, better, better, bolder, bolder, and more than talk. Getting results with hot topics, consumer reports, court exposés, and more. I've come to set the record straight. I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart Now, from the CMR studio in Grand Cayman, live, direct, it's the cold hard truth now. Now, join the conversation on 345-936-2626. That number again is 345-936-2626. Good morning, folks. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm back, as you guys can see, back in the studio. Back in the saddle. Not quite, but we're getting there. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We're going to break down all of the sus that we um, you thought we missed, but we were very much paying attention. We didn't miss any of it, folks. We were right on top of it, as you saw, if you follow Cayman Mall Road. Make sure you like us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, where else? Twitter. We're even on Twitter. Um, but we've got our guest standing by. Today is Tuesday, so of course it's Medical Rundown Tuesday. Today is going to be a little exciting for you guys. You're not going to believe what's going to happen today. I love it. I love something different. Let's go ahead and welcome um, some of our guests this morning. We've got first up Shamari Scott. Good morning, Shamari. Good morning, Sandy. How are you? I'm fantabulous. How are you? I am good. Well, people missed you to the point yeah, where I think is- 
the live stream may not have been on yesterday and I saw in one of my groups somebody saying, I think Sandy blocked me. I can't get on the CMR. Oh. And I'm like, no, I think she's away, actually. So, yes, you were yes. very, very much missed. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, I had people messaging me. It's so funny the things that people say. Uh, one person said, you forced me to listen to somebody else. And I said, oh, my God. Ah, don't, 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 don't kill me. Don't kill me. Um, but, you know, it was it was a quick trip uh, in and out. And we are back and in full swing. And this morning... Awesome. Of course, Medical Rundown Tuesdays, we're going to be talking about men's health. So right. why not? This is a fantastic topic. And Shamari, thank you so much for bringing these really um, important topics to the forefront. I feel like sometimes we don't focus otherwise on specific things. So it's really, really nice to see um, that we can break it down for the benefit of our listeners. And of course, they're going to be super excited to um, see what is part of today's presentation because I love an interactive show. So we have Dr. Uh, Sarath uh, also here with us. Good morning. Good morning, Sandra. How are you? Oh, beautiful. I can hear you loud and clear. I see you're wearing your microphone, looking good. Uh, thank yes, you so thank much you. for uh, joining us as well. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks uh, for having me as well. Yes, absolutely. Now, I'm trying to remember, Shamari, it's becoming a blur in terms of which physicians have been on our program. So have we had... I don't think Dr. Sharath has yeah, been it's on the first time. Uh, first first time, time. So a super warm, warm welcome um, from all of our CMR fans and clan right here. And by the way, if you're listening to the program this morning, you're trying to find us on Facebook, a little, little notation. For some reason, we're having a little bit of an issue on our Facebook feed, but you can find us on the community page. So I'm sending that link out to everyone. Um, I don't really know what's going on. I can't always understand Facebook. But um, we do have uh, a link shared on the main page, and then you can watch it on the community page. Just go ahead and click on that link, and you should be able to find us. And, of course, we are on YouTube Live and on Bobo 89.1 FM this morning as well. So, um, Shamari, tell us a little bit about Dr. Uh, Sharath and all of the wonderful credentials I'm sure that he has. Yeah, definitely. So Dr. Sharath um, is our radiologist and he has been in charge of that unit and with us since day one. So mm -hmm. this is one. I know I know he looks as if he just just came and he's just out of school. Fresh but people have been saying that for the past 10 years. So that just shows you the type of genes Dr. Sharath has, that he still looks very young, even though uh -huh. he's very accomplished, um, has done a lot in his career, and has been with us since since day one at, at Health City, doing great things uh -huh. in the radiology um, department. And he's also a major component of that executive health check as well, which right. I know we'll be talking about the executive health check as well as men's health. And not only that, Dr. Sharath is one of the best cricketers um, that I know. And, and and that skill also translates into softball when he was on our softball team, probably still is on our softball team. I must admit, I no longer am, so I'm not sure if he's there um, anymore. But Dr. Sharath mm -hmm. comes to us, obviously, from the NH group, highly recommended, and has been with us for almost a decade now. It's hard to say that, and has been doing great oh, things gosh. in the community ever since. That's uh, truly, truly amazing. Um, and Sandy, I did my executive health check just last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. See, so good. Yeah, I talk about it so much. I, you know, I had to make sure that I had. To oh yeah. Myself. I'm, I'm of that age now. You know, I had my fifteenth annual thirtieth birthday in March. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm of that age now that I need to start looking at 
certain things. Hmm. All right. Very good. So um, let me, I'm just making some mic changes here. Uh, okay. No. Ah, okay. Here we go. I think we, um, there we go. I think that's the one that needed to be adjusted. Okay. Um, so very, very good. Um, so thank you again so much for being our guest. And then we've got a special guest in the, um, in the studio who is ready to go. Shall we go ahead and bring in coach Tim? Look at coach Tim. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on here. Yes, absolutely. Coach Tim, this is, this is what we like. We love inter, um, activity, I guess. Uh, you look fantastic. We see you Thank in the gym. So for those who are listening on the radio, you might not be able to see Coach Tim, uh, but certainly you can hear him. He's actually physically in the gym in workout gear, looking buff, lots of muscles, and he's going to be showing us um, some moves here in a little bit to get us going. And I love this idea, Coach Tim, because I don't know if you heard about my crazy idea of where I'm recycling in the studio. Um, by the way, that's going to be continued this week. I got some wireless mics, so I'm going to be able to do it with a little bit more efficiency. But um, Tim is going to be joining us with some moves since we're talking about men's uh, health and wellness. Um, he's going to be showing us some things that men should be doing as part of your ongoing um, health and, and wellness and routine. So, of course, Shamari just mentioned that he did the um, the, the wellness uh, checkup. I don't think you have your results yet, Shamari. Just the way I, no, no, I, I have, I had all my wow. results. Um, okay. So same, anything, anything you can thing. tell us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I need to be in the gym with, with, with coach Tim there. Yeah. That's the number no, one. <laughs> That's the number one item. Um, but no, I got, I got, I got the elliptical behind me fixed. So oh, it, it had been down, it had been down for about eight months or so. So, you know, I wasn't actually getting in um the usual 45 minute exercise five, five nights a week. So, I got that fixed, so I'm getting back on that. Um, my cholesterol is a little bit high, the bad uh -oh. cholesterol, so uh -huh. need to cut down on the white rice and, and the white bread, and there's yeah. a list of things I need to cut down on from a All dietary right. perspective, but also I did the executive cardiac check, so um, I zero, zero um, calcium, which is good, um, yes. and everything from my heart checks out. Is that one area I need to lose a little bit of weight um, as well as you know, watch portions of my diet. So I'll, I'll be calling, I'll be calling um, Coach Tim after this. After but this, yes. maybe I'll see, maybe I'll see some things that I can do in my house that Absolutely. I won't actually have to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. This is good. All right. So Coach Tim, what I'm going to do is um, I'm just going to put your mic on, on silent here for a second while we go through what uh, men's National Men's Health Week is all about, and then we're going to come back to you, and of course we're going to have you walk us through. Couple of things that I'm sure not just men can do, anybody can do. But um, again, Coach Tim is in the gym ready to show us some moves. So we'll be right back with you there, Coach Tim. All right. So June the 12th through the 18th is International Men's Health Week. Uh, it's observed every single year. And of course, the goal of this is to increase awareness of men's health related issues globally and to actually encourage both inter and international institutions to develop health policies and services to meet the specific needs of men, boys, and their families. So Shamari, you know, you're um, head of a household of all men and one uh, queen. And um, I think that that brings some unique elements to um, the dynamics of your household. 
But, you know, I think that a lot of times we have certain expectations of men that you're just supposed to be strong. You're there to run the household, just get it done. You know, you're the breadwinner, you're this, you're that. And so a lot of times we don't take a moment to pause and encourage men to go get a wellness check to, you know, um, speak to their physician to make sure that they're doing things for their own health, well-being, emotional health, physical, and so on. So let's talk about the importance of um, International Men's Health Week even from your perspective as a man and head of your household? No, definitely. And I know a lot of times um, we as men, unless it's falling off, we don't want to go to a doctor. We get busy with life providing um, as we need to. And, and, you know, as we get older at times, we don't potentially take care of ourselves from a, from a health perspective. Um, if you work long hours, you grab things to eat on the go, a lot of processed food. And before you know it, um, we're at a, unhealthy weight and there are all other types of risk factors that come with it. Um, Mm -hmm. And the good news about females, just based on your anatomy is that you're seeing doctors from a young age and you know, you have to have your monthly or sorry, your yearly checks and the such. So females typically get used to going to see a doctor. Whereas after we get our shots as, as young people and, you know, we get sick and we go to see the doctor when we're younger, as we get into our adolescence and upward, there's no, true reason why you know we're forced to go to the doctor so what i find is a lot of men um don't have that reinforcement of that additional person who we respect speaking to us trying to tell us and help us to get on the right track Uh and that's important for us to have these types of programs have these types of discussions you know discuss it with your friends um you know there at times there are things that are happening that as you get older if you're not discussing in circles you may not understand why it's happening if you're not seeing a doctor um, but it's definitely important to have a lot of conversations with your friends as men and don't think about it as, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're chatting like schoolgirls. At the end of the day, um, our health is important. Our mental health is important. Having mm-hmm. persons that you can bounce ideas off of or speak about issues with your body is important. And I would just convince everybody to have close circles of male friends as males to be able to have those conversations as well as if you don't have a specific doctor, definitely get your executive health check so you can know what's going on and you can figure out what you need to do moving forward to be there for your family. So that's the most important thing for me right now. Um, at the end of the day, if it was just me, then okay, I don't want to take care of myself. I don't want to think about it. That's fine. But now I have three young people that are depending on me that, you know, why should I be selfish? And yes, I may not feel that I need to care, but if something happens to me, what about those three young people? And that's why, you know, I, for myself, take it more upon myself to make sure that I'm going to be as healthy as possible for Mm -hmm. those three young men that I have to raise as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For sure. And um, Dr. Um, Sanjeep is also here with us. Let's go ahead and bring him into the studio. Good morning, Dr. Sanjeep. Oh, very good morning, Sandra. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of uh, not quite sure what's going on with your audio. I've just muted you. Um, just double check yes. your audio. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but you've got some sort of feedback. I'm not quite sure what that is. So I'm, I'm just going to pull you out for a second and maybe just have a look at your audio, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and bring you bring you back in. Uh, getting some sort of strange feedback, but um, Dr. Sarath is here. Um, let's talk about some of the ways in, with, in which Health City actually um, supports men's health. 
um, and wellness. Yes, and what uh, Shumari pointed was was uh, very right. So uh, men usually take it uh, lightly, or they think that they are strong, mm -hmm. um, and they don't usually come to the doctors often. Uh, yeah. But there are there are conditions where which is uh, very specific for men. Just you take uh, the cardiac health. Uh, usually women are protective uh, during their menstrual um, cycles, I mean, during the, uh, before menopause. So they have good estrogen and progesterone, which are usually cardioprotective, whereas men lack this. So the, the incidence of cardiac diseases is high in men at early age. So we, we see people suffering from uh, heart attack and other cardiac issues uh, in relatively young when compared to women. So after menopause, the, the incidence becomes almost equal. So there are areas like this, and particularly when you come to prostate health, uh, when it comes to prostate cancer, uh, lung cancer, all these things are, are quite common in men, which usually the men neglect, uh, thinking that uh, as usual, this, there's a uh, thing, feeling that they are strong. So these things uh, can be easily found out by simple investigations. So for example, when you do a basic health check, we just do ultrasound. So ultrasound can pick up so many things, including prostate, your liver, even the iota, which is a major uh, blood vessel, which uh, supplies the uh, most of the organs. So that can cause uh, ballooning, what you call as uh, aneurysm. And usually after 60 years, it's mandatory to check for aorta. It's a, it's a part of uh, routine checkup as well now. So that can cause into aneurysm, dissection, and it can bleed uh, profusely and patient may die as well. So the, those simple things can be picked up on uh, ultrasound. And we do chest x-rays, which can pick up uh, any abnormal lesions. Um, we also have uh, uh, low-dose CT thorax as well, which can uh, pick up uh, lung lesions at very, very early stage as well. Um, there, there are other things which include like uh, uh, bone density scan, which is nothing but a simple X-ray kind of thing, where we can see the uh, bone density, which shows whether the bone is uh, uh, strong enough, whether uh, bone is weak. So we can grade it as uh, osteopenia or osteoporotic. So even though we think we are staying in sun for all the time, most of us suffer from vitamin D deficiencies, which can be, uh, which usually is seen in old people. But we, we do come across a lot of uh, men which suffer from uh, osteopenia, which is uh, weakening of bones. So these things can be easily picked up by these scans, like what I told the BMD. Uh, also, we have uh, what Shumari told about the uh, calcium scoring, which is very important to know the heart as well. So the calcium which are present within the coronary arteries can block and cause heart attack as well. So this can be picked up by a simple CAT scan, which is a very low dose and it should be ECG gated so that the images are taken in particular uh, phase uh, where the heart is beating less so that there's no much of radiation as well. So uh, during this phase, we take images and the calcium is known. So if the calcium is high, then they'll be advised on uh, dietary, the exercises and other stuff as well. And uh, if, if uh, there is still suspicions, we can do a, a CT angiogram as well, which will be just an add-on. Uh, rather than going for an invasive procedures, uh, where uh, we have to put a, a, a catheter inside the veins and goes all the way to the heart, it can be done uh, on the CT machine itself, where we push a contrast to the veins, which goes to the heart. And it's, it's almost as equal as we do in the cath lab. So these are very simple procedures that can be done uh, on the day you come, get the test done, and you can walk out within half an hour. So this will completely show which arteries are blocked, which arteries are clear, 
and mm -hmm. it gives a basic idea about your health as well. And uh, there are so many other things that can be added up as well. So if you see anything abnormal on the prostate, and many people are hesitant to get it checked, particularly the digital rectal examination or the colonoscopies. So these can be imaged as well. So a simple ultrasound will show the prostate uh, size and whether there is any obstruction, any urinary disturbances as well, whether the prostate is obstructing the, uh, the bladder, the urine is not coming out properly or there is retention as well. And we, if you see something that can be taken to MRI, and we do something called as diffusion studies, where it can actually 100% pick out if there is a malignant lesion or a cancer. Yes. So that can be easily picked out on, without doing a biopsy or uh, without actually even touching the patient as well. Uh, and one more important thing is the um, colonoscopy with Dr. Sandeep will be t telling in detail. So usually after 45 years, it's recommended to get a colonoscopy done. And uh, as such, it's, it's, it's a very uncomfortable procedure where uh, people are hesitant to get the colonoscopy done. So the alternate would have been uh, uh, CT colonography, where we inject the dye inside the rectum and image it. So this is less uncomfortable. And it's again, a day care, it's, it's like a simple day care procedure where the patient come in with the bowel preparation. So the contrast goes to the rectum into the intestine and we do a CAT scan. So it's, it's like a virtual colonoscopy. So it's painless and it's a simple procedure as well. So these are the few things, but there are a lot of things. So all these things are tailor-made depending upon the age, the risk factors, and the family history as well. Very good. So let's go ahead and bring Dr. Sandeep in. Good morning, Dr. Sandeep. Good morning. Uh, am I audible now? Yes. I can't see you, but I can hear you. Oh. oh um, Sorry. Sure well, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, until so we can we'll figure out to see you, we can go ahead and talk. Okay, can, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. right. we'll go with the audio. So, um, Dr. Sandeep, uh, we were just speaking a little bit about some of the um, different areas that men, you know, need to think about when it comes to their health and wellness. And of course, um, Dr. Sarath actually mentioned your area speciality. So, tell us a little bit more about that, and uh, what are some of the services then that Health City offers. Um, and of course, Father's Day, folks, coming up on Sunday, don't forget. Yes, uh, Sandra, thank you for uh, inviting us to this um, um, radio interview. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to set my cameras. I'm not sure what's happening. Sorry. Um, yes, okay. Yeah, I think Dr. Sharad come, um, um, you know, uh, told most of the things which I was supposed to. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we've, we've lost him there, but. Um, Dr. Sarath, we, we do have some slides here for the benefit of our listeners. So, of course, you know, everything from low testosterone, STIs, um, which are um, sexually transmitted infections, everything from HPV to other things can cause men, uh, men issues. Now, this was one that I think a lot of men don't necessarily talk about or maybe don't hear a lot about. And this is the concept of a um, male menopause. Can you tell us a little bit? more about this. I mean, listen, as women, we, you know, kind of, I guess, have some degree of acceptance that we have a cycle. Um, every single month we go through, you know, different things, both physically and even emotionally because of, of that, because of rises and, you know, different hormone levels. And as we age as well, you know, throughout our lifetime, we go through different periods um, where those levels will increase or decrease depending on, you know, whether you're in premenopause, menopause, post, and so on. 
But a lot of people don't want to recognize that men probably have something a lot similar going on. I mean, I've even heard men during uh, when their wife is pregnant say that they experience certain um, symptoms, whether those are psychosomatic or not. But they do go through um, things both physically and um, and you know emotionally as a result of it. So let's talk a little bit about this concept of male menopause. Yeah, this is a very important topic which usually we neglect. So we all uh, uh, know about the uh, female menopause. So the male menopause is something similar, but it's it's not because uh, um, men doesn't go through this usual period. So we usually neglect it. So what happens is the hormones are very important uh, for routine uh, activities and routine uh, things uh, in our body to happen. And one of the most important hormone is being the testosterone. So what happens is by age, uh, uh, every after like 30 to 35 to 40 years, every year the testosterone level comes down by uh, 1%. Uh, uh, this testosterone is uh, a very important uh, hormone as well. So this, this uh, once it starts reducing, uh, there will be a lot of issues with men. So what the female experience like heart flushes, depression, uh, difficulty in sleeping, the same same uh, uh, symptoms will be seen in men as well. So they go through depression, they have uh, difficulty sleeping, uh, they have particular fat redistribution, particularly the belly fat. Um, uh, th that is uh, that low testosterone is one of the reasons to have a large belly fat as well. Uh, then they have fatigue, uh, the, they they can't concentrate, so they have inability to concentrate. What we uh, usually come across, uh, then they are usually very irritable. Uh, then there's a loss of muscle mass as well because testosterone is the one which actually uh, builds up the muscle. So yeah. they start losing their uh, muscle mass, uh, and uh, there will be mood swings and weight gain. As I told, particularly the fat redistribution where they have a lot of belly fat. And other one important thing is low sex drive as well. So libido comes down. So all these things are very important uh, uh, with the testosterone. So these things, uh, what you call as male menopause, but it, it happens over a period of time. It just doesn't happen overnight. So that's why some people tend to ignore it because uh, they tell, okay, it's going on by a slow phase. But what happens is every year they start losing testosterone because the body's ability to uh, produce testosterone comes down. So this is this invariably uh, causes all these issues as well. So there are other things like uh, other hormones like thyroid and other things as well, which are equally important in men as well when compared to women. Uh, but this is one thing which uh, definitely uh, causes a lot of issues, which uh, can be easily supplemented. But again, it needs uh, doctor consultation because uh, it depends upon other health condition as well. So there are things which can be replaced. The testosterone can be replaced by uh, injections once in three months or daily patches. So uh, that, that that's can be easily rectified. But again, it depends upon the other health conditions. So which patients are eligible to get testosterone, which patients are not eligible to get testosterone. And you should actually know the cause. So it can happen in early um, age as well. So there are a lot of uh, conditions. Maybe a, a scrotal health is not good. They have other conditions, skin, uh, other conditions. Particularly, there are some general conditions like diabetes and other things, which can also lead to all these kind of uh, things as well. So th th these are the things which uh, we should keep in mind, particularly people who are going through all these symptoms. So they may be having a low testosterone as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And Sandy, um, just because 
I know we have limited time on the program. I just want to make sure that everybody can hear that for the month of June, once again, Health City is having a promotion to make sure mm-hmm. they're making these executive health checks as accessible as possible. So for just US $549 in June, mm-hmm. um, your daddies, your your sons, they can come and get their executive health check with um, Health City. And for those that have insurance that have their wellness benefit, usually there's about $500 or more um, in a wellness benefit. So if you have that, then you'll be able to use that and and pay little or nothing to be able to, to get your executive health check. So for the month of June, go ahead and book it in and you can get and uh, take um, take advantage of that promotion where it's US for $549 for the executive health check. Um, so you have about half of the month left to go ahead. And we know Father's Day is this Sunday. So for you ladies out there that want to give that gift, you can always call in and and pay for it for your husband and or spouse and or son or father in order to make sure that they get access to that to that health check. Mm-hmm. All right. Very, very good, folks. Um, so let's go ahead and um, bring in. We do have Dr. Sanjeep. I think we're good now. Yes. Uh, I'm so sorry with the technical Yes, that's okay. Um, okay Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Um, (laughs) thank you again so much for coming in on the live feed here. So tell us, um, Dr. Sandeep a little bit, again, you were going to mention some of the areas of, of specific expertise for you, um, when it comes to men's health. So go ahead and tell us about some of those. Yes. Um, um, Sandra, I always believe that men has been uh, very hesitant when it comes to, um, health screening for some Mm -hmm. reason. Um, the amount of people I see when it comes to, you know, when you compare men and women, um, uh, men coming, you know, with uh, just asking for a health screening, you know, when you cross certain age, is very less. You know, the awareness is very important. Uh, that no matter you know, how uh, healthy, how fit you are, and uh, you know, you might be uh, having a very good lifestyle, but still, you know, at the end of the day, um, uh, it's it's your age and your other risk factors from your family, which will push you to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, have certain uh, medical conditions, which, which can be caught by screening methods. So, this is a very important uh, aspect. You know, men who is more than more than 50 years of age, if they've not um, done any screening tests or you know not seen a doctor, it's always advised to uh, see the doctor because, um, uh, yeah, I mean, screening is better than. Uh, uh, detecting a disease in the later stages of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, so again, men, please don't forget that there is a special that's on for the month of June, a specific to, um, you know, you basically get a $200 savings, which is quite substantial. Can we go ahead and bring Coach Tim back in? Good morning, Coach Tim. How are you? Good morning again. I'm doing well. Thank you for right. having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Coach Tim is going to give us a bit of an interactive um, component to today's show. So coach Tim, let's go ahead and show some moves, uh, that are easy for men to do. Maybe something they can get up every single morning and do before heading out to the office or heading to work. Absolutely. I actually had my colleague bring over my, my office chair. Okay. Because one of the things I think that there's, there's two things here. Sometimes we're, we're very busy. Um, especially men who are fathers taking care of, you know, the family, the kids. I hear this often from people, you know, running the kids here and there. I, I think sometimes getting to the office is that sort of moment where you can have 
that escalation, um, even though that you are working throughout the course of the day. And there's there are exercises that you can do just by utilizing your chair. So I wanted to show just a few of those first before we went into things that we could do anywhere, you know, at home, you know. Um, but one of the most basic and most compound movements we can do, we all of us, you know, we, we typically do this. It's, it's when you, you sit down and you stand up. That is the equivalent of, of a squat, right? And uh -huh. so this is something that we can do, again, in the office. We can do this, you know, getting up and off the couch. Um, I used to advise clients years ago, if they're watching a TV show, you know, typically, well, not with Netflix and all that, but typically there's about two minutes worth of commercial. Mm -hmm. And so during the commercial break, that's a good time to get in on a 30 minute program. You have a 10 minute, essentially a 10 minute workout. So every two minutes you're doing something else. Maybe it's two minutes of just of squats, just like this, right? Engaging your quads, engaging your glutes, engaging your core, keeping your core tight. Um, maybe the next two minutes you, you turn around and you, you know, you put your hands here on the armrest and then you can work the upper body, you can work the triceps, the biceps by doing a modified push-up. So this would be considered like an incline push-up, which would be a, a good sort of beginner level push-up mm -hmm. variation if you're not able to do the push-up on the floor, right? The full range of motion. Mm -hmm. But the benefit is that you're still working all of the same muscle groups that you would be working if you were doing this on the floor, all right? Okay. And then another one that I, I like to do is even, you know, I did this with some clients back home that were, I mean, I worked with a, a gentleman who was wheelchair bound and a way to work the core while, while seated is that you could lift, it's, a, it's called a knee tuck. You would lift your knees as high as you can and essentially lifting your glutes off the chair, making sure that you're, again, engaging the core. It's a great way to work that mid midsection, as well as working the triceps and working the shoulders. There's just three, three exercises that you can do, and that's just with the chair. Um, there's a lot more, but I wanted to just show that first. Mm -hmm. Very good. All right. So, I mean, essentially the message, um, Coach Tim, is that you can exercise anywhere, essentially, anywhere. and with anything. You don't necessarily Absolutely. need to go to the gym. You can, you know, use your, your own body um, weight as, you know, resistance. And um, there's cardio things you can do. There's strength training. There's stretches. And all of these things can be incredibly useful to your overall health and well-being. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. All right. Yeah. Um, Dr. Sharath and Dr. Sanjeep, any uh, sort of thoughts or comments on, um, I know you guys are extremely busy and so is Shamari, but is that something that you could see yourself doing whilst at work? <laughs> why, yeah, not? Just, yeah, why not? Why <laughs> that's not? quite interesting. I, yeah. I, thanks. Thanks uh, coach for that, because I think uh, we most of the time we spend uh, in the offices. So that's a good thing to do at work as well so mm -hmm. it, it doesn't look difficult but uh, i think we can incorporate into our routine as well yes absolutely absolutely, absolutely. yep shamari i know i know you mentioned you've muted yourself but i, know I, you I muted myself because i was i was going along with coach tim 
and trying it while sitting here. Uh, so you didn't hear me breathing. <laughs> but, um, but but just wanted to state that, um, you know, based on a lot of the traffic woes, a lot of times individuals, especially from the East, get to the office early. Uh-huh. And then, yes, sometimes jump right into work, but other times are trying to figure out how to burn some time before their actual day begins. So this definitely would be easy enough for us to incorporate, whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, um, during lunch, during break, during um, after work, when you're waiting to for the traffic to subside before you go home. So no, those are some great tips, Coach Tim, and I'm, I look forward to incorporating that into my 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 TV watching as well, so I can watch the NBA finals and during the breaks, getting some exercise <laughs> as go. well. There you go. Awesome. Yes. And and I think that this is um, this is really good because even myself recognize that. Listen, every morning I'm here at least Monday through um, Friday. I've got a committed three hours of time that I'm basically talking. So even if I can you know, cycle between uh, talking when people call in is kind of how I was doing it. It's a little bit, I'm so out of shape. Folks. It's a little bit more challenging to talk and cycle at the exact same time. But um, the concept really is that any amount of activity is better than none. So even if it's like five minutes here, five minutes there, cumulatively, it adds up and uh, you can get pretty much the same benefits, right, Coach Tim? You really can. You really. I, I think it's doing the most with with the least amount of equipment is is something that I actually years ago back in the U.S. started my business on, um, and mm-hmm. that, that launched me into fitness. Is that the classes we didn't have equipment when when we started, mm-hmm. and so it, it it educated and empowered people on different ways they can work all of their muscle groups without needing equipment. I'm in this illustrious space, the club. If you if you've ever seen it here in Cricket Square, and to the point of people coming into work early and having that extra time, this, the sort of foresight of the, the owners um, mm-hmm. of this facility is that they built this right here for all of these companies to mm-hmm. utilize. Um, so it's just for them, it, it's, I hear it often, it's the convenience, which is why you hear, you hear the rower going behind me, you hear people on the leg machines over here mm-hmm. right before their, their work starts. And so I think the other part of this is making sure that we, we make time for ourselves mm-hmm. um, again as as men and, and i see this often with with women and women some of my women clients as well is is they put everyone else first and then yeah. right themselves they keep themselves last and so then it's like everybody everybody eats first everyone i want to make sure you're taken care of and then mm-hmm. we're neglecting us some of the doctors have said neglecting our, ourselves neglecting those health checks and it's, it's the importance of not only working on the physical, but it's uh-huh. on the external, but the internal. And, and as Jamari said, it's the cholesterol. It's those measures that if you look at someone, you can't see the no, those numbers, but it's all the things that we can do in order to make those numbers better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. All right. Wonderful. So um, thank you again for some of those uh, moves. And again, folks, just get moving. I was listening to a podcast recently and there's a physician talking about the importance of exercise. Of course, we all think, oh, I need to make it to the gym for like an hour and you know, do intense exercise. He said, really, we're looking at it the wrong way. It's not about like set exercise such as that. It's about what else are you doing throughout the day? So if you're in the gym for an hour and you're still incredibly sedentary for the remaining, you know, 
18 hours that you're up or whatever, that's still not good. So you've got to get up during these periods of, you know, you're sitting at your desk for long hours, you know, maybe just work in a couple squats, squats, do a couple like, you know, 50 squats, go for a walk, um, stand. So get the convertible desk where you can stand some of the time, you can sit some of the time. So again, you're not sitting down, um, just sitting like at the, you know, and at your desk for an entire day. So let's take a few questions. Good morning to everyone. Jim says, what does it mean when calcium levels are high? Yeah, hi. Uh, yes, it, um, the calcium uh, levels, uh, usually we uh, calculate from uh, uh, zero to 1,000 and above. So we mm -hmm. categorized as zero to 100, 100 to 400, and 400 to 1,000 and beyond. So we grade as grade one, two, three, and four and above. So the calcium inside the coronary arteries means uh, there is, uh, it's usually from the cholesterol, high cholesterol, or usually from other diseases as well. So mm -hmm. once the calcium is there in the heart, it's indirectly tells there is some kind of uh, uh, block. Uh, sometimes mm -hmm. the calcium can be on the walls, but most of the times it can uh, occlude the coronary arteries, which uh, later result in uh, myocardial infarction or what we call as heart attack. So mm -hmm. the, to know the calcium level is very important. So it's an indirect predictor of your cardiac health. So if the calcium score is pretty high, it has to be addressed. So you have to meet the cardiologist. So there are medications which can help in treating that. And uh, sometimes if it is more than 1,000 or something, we might have to do a, a cath angio or a coronary angiogram and to see mm. for the uh, coronary arteries as well. So calcium score is very important to know, particularly for the cardiac health. Right. Wow. Okay, we have a caller on the line. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Hey, Sandra. Morning. It's Omiria. How are right, you let me, today? Let me call them back because I think I was making some phone adjustments when they were trying to call in. Uh, so let's just give them a little ring back. Um, Soka says, "Well, Shamari, if you're planning on watching the NBA Finals, you have to wait until next season." <laughs> Congrats to Denver on their first championship. So, um, yeah, Miami. They're playing Miami Heat, right? That's yeah, right. That's right. Was the final, yeah. It was. It was an. It was an. So I'll leave it until I'm watching the Miami Dolphins win and the Miami Dolphins reaching the Super Bowl this year. I'll put it out there. Um, I'll wait for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Ingrid, good morning. Um, okay, while we're waiting on perhaps the call to rejoin. Um, hello, good morning, caller. Hello, morning. Morning, Sunday, and morning to all of your guests oh, hello, this morning. Um, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, we can yes. hear you. Um, are you guys hearing the caller at all? I'm not hearing uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're hearing, hearing the caller. Yeah. Are we yes. hearing the caller? Oh, for some Hello? Can, okay. can you hear me? Hi, caller. Yes. Yes? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay, you guys are hearing me, but Sandra isn't, it seems like. No, she isn't, but we can. Okay, well, okay. I... I <laughs> I just wanted to give a plug this morning um, to a little advice to all of the men, you know, for them to get up and and go in to do their checks. It's it's very you guys important. Have to tell me what the question is from the caller? It, yeah, it's very important so for for someone like me that don't have a father 
nor a mother. Every Father's Day, you know, I I am very sad. Um, I get in a corner. I'm I'm very depressed, Father, on Mother's Day because um, I'm a young woman. I consider myself a young woman, and when I realize that my mother passed um, the age that I am at the moment, it's only now that I realize how young she were when she passed. Mm-hmm. So um, um, an advice to all of the men to get up and come in and do their checks. Don't be afraid because I, I say this because this time last year, I was doing some checks for myself. I never felt any pain. I felt very healthy. I was just doing some checks for myself and came to find out that I had a lot of um, gallbladder stones. And I never felt a pain at all. I didn't feel anything. And I was advised to have them removed immediately. When I have them in my possession now, because the doctors saved them for me. And when I show them to people and I advise them, you know, that it's very good for them to take care of themselves and not let things like this happen, even though I didn't feel any pain, I didn't know anything at all, but um, I had them removed and it uh, come in right now like, you know, I didn't even have a surgery. That's how healthy I feel. And um, why I say that is um, I asked the men to come in and get their checks. They don't have to feel pain or wait until something go wrong in order to do it. You can do your checks and things can be found and helped in at an early stage. So that's my two cents for this morning. And I pray and wish every father in the Cayman Islands and abroad a very, very happy Father's Day that is coming up. Perfect. Thank you so much. And um I'm Sandy. The the caller was just stating uh-huh. that um she she just went in to do a check. They found out she had um gallstones, got it removed, even though she didn't have any pain. So she's just talking about the importance for men, even if you feel like you're okay and you you're not um you don't feel that there's an issue, go in early. Because if you mm-hmm. catch items early, you can reverse it or you can cheat it and you can live a healthy life thereafter. So definitely a great message uh, mm-hmm. from the caller who called it. All right. Well, thanks very much. I'm not sure why I'm I'm not hearing her for some reason, but um, thank you for that. So I guess 936-2626, even if I can't hear you, everybody else hopefully can. Uh, so yeah, no, it, it's important. I think, again, we all kind of fall maybe a little bit, um, you know, into this trap of just going through our daily lives and our routines and not listening to our body, not paying attention. Uh, sometimes we even feel fine. I think Dr. Um, Sarath and Dr. Sanjeev can testify to this. Sometimes we feel fine, but these routine, and this is the importance of getting these routine checks so that we can know our numbers, we can know where we're at, um, or we think we feel fine, I should say, really give us an indication that, hey, this is something that you've got to pay attention to. Start watching your numbers and catching it early means that you could prevent a lot of headache a bit later on, right? Yes, of course, uh, Sandra, there's no doubt about that. Um, when it comes to screening, you know, we, we we usually advise screening based on certain guidelines, which has been mm-hmm. already set, like, you know, at what age 
um, you would consider to do a certain tests. It's not necessary for you to do it when you are very young. Also, mm -hmm. right? a lot depends on your uh, on, on the family risk and um, the comorbid uh, medical conditions which a person is already having it. So, for example, if it comes to blood pressure, I know the blood pressure is a a blood pressure reading is a good indicator of uh, uh, many aspects of uh, of your health. So, uh, the blood pressure you know should not be hesitated to check whenever a person, uh, men or women, no, we have a chance to check the blood pressure. They should always check it because there's no set uh, age that you 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 would um, uh, you would be increasing the risk. Though some guidelines say that it's after 30, 35 years, mm -hmm. younger people can also have uh, hypertension without any reason it's called essential hypertension so the blood pressure check every year or you know whenever you go to the supermarket or somewhere you know pharmacy everywhere you know they have uh, machines where you can just check and it will tell you whether it's high or low high or mm -hmm. normal um cholesterols you know cholesterols um so it's got so much importance in the in this uh, era of uh, early coronary artery disease and stroke so uh, the cholesterols have been um, checked to check the cholesterol. So you know, it's as early as 18 years of age, it has been recommended to start uh, when it comes to um, picking up the familial cause, you know, the mm -hmm. familial cause where it's not because your lifestyle is bad or you're eating bad, it's just because of your hereditary familial factors. So, it, uh, and then for example, diabetes now, again, it comes same as blood pressure. Uh, it's a sporadic disease, you know, don't have to have risk factors. Some people just get unlucky by having early type 2 diabetes. Of course, the main um, important factor uh, would be the body mass index, you know, who is obese or, you know, who are, who are fitting into the overweight body mass index category, they would have to be considered to be screening for diabetes at least once in two to three years when they cross 35 years. Um, or earlier when they have a family history you know once in two to three years you know do your annual wellness basic check where you know these numbers can be got you can uh -huh. also um, um, uh, you know screening is better than uh, 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 you know having problems later um, colon can when it comes to cancers now very important um, uh, not that you, know, you should not wait for uh, turning yourself to to older age, like 50 years, to start screening for it, depends on your family risk as well. So, the, especially the colon cancer, um, the skin cancer, the prostate cancer, all of this, you know, depends on uh, the age criteria, depends on the family risk. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have a family risk, if you have a, um, if you don't have the family risk, then you can uh, you can be considered to do a colon, colon cancer screen by um, by undergoing a, a procedure called colonoscopy, where we tend to detect the polyps, which is the which is the one who would uh, which would convert into colon cancer later, um, from the age of forty five years. Now the recent guidelines from last year it's been changed. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not fifty years anymore. It's forty five years. Or if you have a family member, immediate relative, uh, mm -hmm. first first degree relative, if they have been diagnosed with a colon cancer, for example, age of fifty six years, so you should be considering to uh, screen for colon cancer. Uh, at, at the age of like 10 years less than what at what age your, your parents or your relatives was diagnosed like at age of 46 you should be doing it instead of 50. so that is important um, um, prostate cancer also the same thing 10 years earlier is um, re uh, is required to be screening 
um, with a simple test called a prostate-specific antigen, PSA. I'm sure most of the communities here during the rotary and all of that, you know, it's been doing these blood tests, which can detect this tumor marker called PSA. Um, very important to start screening this um, from the age of 40 years of age for all mm. men, irrespective of the risk factors. Um, the lung cancer, now it's a very um, serious condition if it is left undetected mm-hmm. because it is so simple to treat if you detect if you detect a lung cancer um, in the early stages of life um, uh, that's th- th- because just a chest x-ray will help in diagnosing uh, early uh, uh, small lesions but um, um, you can still miss in a, in a, in a, in a, when it is very minute like two three millimeter in size mm-hmm. so when somebody is uh, both men and women when, when across 50 years of age the CDC guidelines, um, according to the smoking risk criteria, like if you had smoked um, like 20 pack, if you have a smoking pack years of 20 pack years, that means if you have smoked 20 cigarettes per day for the last 20 years, you're at risk of having lung cancer. Uh, mm. the pretty, uh, the, there's a very high positive predictive um, uh, risk for that. So at the age of 50 years, it's not the X-ray, but you have to do a CT scan, a low-density CT scan, as Dr. Sharad has already told us, um, to detect early uh, lung cancer. And at last, um, uh, but not the least, uh, it's, it's, it's called aneurysm of the abdominal aorta. This is a very silent and catastrophic um, problem if it is left um, undetected. Because the, when you say aneurysm, it's like, you know, dilatation of a weakened part of an artery. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the largest blood vessel in the, in the, in the human body is called aorta, which starts from the heart and comes down um, to supply all the various organs. Abdominal aorta has been uh, recognized to be the most common um, blood vessel which ruptures um, when it is uh, vulnerable to aneurysms. So who has to be screened now? You know, anybody who is uh, who has smoked 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, and who are uh, and and their age, if it is more than 60 years, uh, you will have to do a CT scan with the angiogram study uh, to uh, to detect uh, or to screen uh, any aneurysm risk. This is just a one-time test. You know, it's if if you're not detected to be having aneurysm at the age of 60 years, you would probably never be having problem with aneurysm. Um, so this, these are the you know age-related uh, 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 guidelines uh, where you know mm-hmm. men should follow. Um, but nothing is you know there's no hard and fast rule about these um, uh, these um, uh, age criteria. Again, um, no symptoms should be neglected. So any symptoms you should always go to your doctor if you're not sure, uh, because sometimes it could be a silent, dangerous problem. All right, folks. Um, thank you very, very much for that, uh, Dr. Sandeep. We do have Tim, who uh, people are demanding to bring back on. So. <laughs> Tim, what other moves uh, do you have for us? Okay, so uh, we'll continue with some body weight moves. I think okay. one of the most, most um, another one, other than the squat, the, the lunge is, is a great one because it, is more uh, what's the word i'm looking for sort of it, it replicates our walking motion all right so if you're stepping you take a, a big step forward and then you bend that back leg then what you're you're working both legs simultaneously you're working the glutes you're working the quads 
have a nice upright posture. What people tend to, to do incorrectly with this, this move is that they will step forward and then they'll lean forward. And then what happens is that this knee starts to track over the toes. And so then you're out of alignment, you're misaligned. But instead, what I tell people is to step, take a big step forward and focus on the back leg, dropping that knee straight down so that this front leg, you notice it's not really moving in that lunge position. And then you can stand back up to the starting position, all right? And you can alternate these. So that's another one for the legs. Um, we can adjust the, the camera here and work the core a little bit. It, it's funny because the most, the most requested <laughs> body parts uh, that people want to improve, it's, it's always here, right? It's always here and, it, and well, it's always here and it's always legs, typically for, for women. And for men, it's always here and the upper body, right? So it, it, it's sort of, uh, juxtapose desires, but some core movements that we can do. Everyone knows the, the sit-ups. I think we're still on camera, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, the sit-up here, but you don't necessarily always have to sit completely up. You can do the crunch, right, where you're going just about halfway up and then making sure from a postural standpoint that you're looking up at the ceiling. So you should never be craning your chin into your chest whenever you're doing any type of sit-up or crunch. You should always imagine that you have, I, I've heard it, someone said like you have an apple or something or a block here that you have to hold as you do these particular, <clears throat> excuse me, these particular abdominal exercises all right another one abdominally is that you could just do the simple leg raise and that's a nice one it works for complete abdominal uh, muscles but especially the the lower abdominals and also what we would call the hip flexors which is really good for people who, who run and jog and any motion that that tends to tire out those smaller smaller uh, stabilizers Okay. So I, very good. Then, yeah, they can ask more if they if they want more. There's yeah. That, that's the beauty of the beauty of working out, especially with your body. Again, it's it's free. Everyone mm -hmm. can do it. You can do it anywhere. I often hear people they'll they'll say that I'm I'm traveling. I don't have time. I'm like, well, do mm -hmm. you have a hotel room? And so there's always if you have space, you make the time. You can make make the most of that time and improve your health in, in just these ways, like you said, Sandy, that they cumulatively, they add up over time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, Doc, um, Coach Tim, I feel like we should call you Dr. Tim, but <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm working, I'm working on getting my PhD. So that's. Oh, be wonderful. So I'm, I'm speaking, it, I'm speaking, speaking it, it into existence. existence. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, Do uh, Coach Tim, keep calling you Dr. Tim, but Coach Tim, again, thank you so much uh, for those moves. Um, tell us a little bit about how people can reach out to you if they'd like perhaps a more one-on-one -on -one consultation. 
Yeah, so really uh, anyone, especially within Cricket Square, um, you know, so I'm the, the wellness manager here in Cricket Square and mm -hmm. um, anyone here has access to, to the club. This is our uh -huh. wonderful, you know, three-story uh, facility that mm. has everything from, we have 12, including myself, 12 instructors and, and personal oh, wow. trainers. We offer 23 classes a week um, and they're diverse from, we have Bollywood dance classes, we have Latin dance, we have yoga, boot camp, um, spinning, we have, so we have that as well. We have jump rope classes, mm -hmm. you name it, we have it here. We have meditation that I go to on uh, Sunday mornings. And so if they're, if they're at one of the mm -hmm. uh, companies within Cricket Square, then they can utilize this, this space. And it, it's just okay. one of the beautiful amenities that again that the the owners have they had the foresight to in addition to their their food outlets like the brasserie mm -hmm. the market caboose and the juice they wanted another aspect of wellness to be highlighted here and that so the club was was erected in, in 2019 and opened then and it's it's really the the heart of wellness within within cricket square so they can contact me at tim at the club.ky um Mm -hmm. If they have any questions on, on how to get programs started, um, not really on social media, but, you know, they can follow our our club, the Club Cricket Square Instagram account, because we do a lot of collaborations. We work, we work with Health City, uh, mm -hmm. really, really delighted to work with, with them on some of the checks, and we do biometric screenings. Uh, we mm -hmm. work with other hospitals. We have our big Wellness Week event uh, that happens every November. Um, so there's just quite a bit. So if they would want to follow us on Instagram, they can follow the club cricket square account mm. to stay up to date on all of the, the initiatives that we're, we're launching. Right. So just to clarify your facilities and your classes are only for people who work in cricket square. That is correct. That okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me see. I was going to sign up for some Bollywood dancing, but so, you know, so you, you have to get an office at Cricket Square. I know, man. The Bollywood <laughs> dancing is what had me just now. I'm like, I'm sold. I'm coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, when, when, but, we have, when we have another Bollywood community dance night, you, you, you have an invitation. Please let me know. Yes, yes, we'll I'm in. You know. I'm totally in. All right, uh, Coach Tim, really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, have a great day. You as well. All right, folks, um, the great thing about things like dance is that anybody can do it. I mean, whether you look good or not doesn't really matter. Um, and it's fun. I mean, whatever activity you enjoy in terms of, um, you know, healthy activities, uh, you know, that's what you make it all about. So here's some health tips as we start to wrap it up. Um, so the first thing is don't be ashamed of taking care of your health. Eat a balanced diet and get regular exercise. Quit smoking if you're a smoker. That includes vaping, folks. Um, reduce your alcohol consumption, getting enough sleep, get regular health checkups, uh, regular screenings, and get educated about conditions that affect men. And also, I think conditions that might affect you personally, like if you have a family history of different things, whether it's heart and coronary disease or you know even mental health runs in families. So make sure you know and you understand your uh, family history with impacts your um, individual histories as well. And speak with a professional about mental health issues um, if you have any really, really important. Any final thoughts um, from our panelists this morning? 
Yeah, one thing we have to tell that uh, don't come to the hospital when you're actually sick. I mean, uh, obviously you're sick, you'll come. But you should mm -hmm. make sure that you come when you're normal as well and get your regular health checkup done because you never know what's happening inside your body. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. That was Dr. Sharon. Dr. Sanjeev, any final thoughts for our listeners this morning? Yeah, yeah. just men, you know, men, please uh, reconsider your reservations. Uh, talk to your doctor um, no matter what age the, you are and if you're not seeing a doctor for like consistently for more than a year you should always uh, do your annual checks um, this can you know prevent um, um, a, a potentially life life-saying problem mm -hmm. so yeah so no no age is when it comes to symptoms it's no age uh, is, is a criteria so mm -hmm. don't neglect any symptom uh, right now, we do have a caller on the line. I, I'm not sure if I can hear them yet, but good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Hi, Sunday Dexter here. Um, you know, a lot of people. Hello, Mr. Dexter. Hello, Sandy. I don't know what happened. We can't. We can't hear him anymore. But yeah, for some for some odd reason, I can hear him through the radio, but I can't hear him on online. So, Dexter, just one quick second for me. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can figure out. All right, so I'll, I'll, call, I can I'll call you right back. It's a bit strange why I'm not. Um... Hi, Dexter. Well, we, we can hear yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit strange. Hello. We can hear him. Yeah, you can hear him now. Yeah, we can hear him. Yeah, I can hear. Okay. Yeah, I All can right. Hear you now. We'll go with that then. Yeah, okay. um, I still you know, people him, but... people got a perception that they they if I, I think his audio is going in and out, Sandy, because he starts talking and then it goes out. So I'm not sure what's what's happening. Sandy? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was trying I was trying to listen to the, the radio on my phone at the same time. Um, yeah, for some reason, we're having a little bit of audio issue this morning, but, um, Dexter, let, let me see if I can get it fixed. But I think, I think Dexter wanted to speak about the importance of, um, people who are smokers, um, about getting screened and, um, you know, just making sure that, um, that you're aware of what your risks are related specifically to smoking. So this is something that we've talked about, you know, several times on this program. Shamari, perhaps you can talk about again the um, the actual wellness check, the discount, and whether or not. And we've got another caller, and unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to hear them. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Am Are I you guys hearing this Sunday? caller? For some yep. reason, I'm not. Yeah, we're hearing the caller. Yeah. Okay. I think it may have been somebody who didn't think they were um yes um yeah not quite sure what i'm gonna change my um hold on i'm gonna see if this is any better with calls today but yeah for some reason i'm having a little bit of an issue hearing people but okay so um i'm gonna just try to call dexter back because i think you know his personal testament um is really one that everybody should hear and everybody should listen to so let's see if we can get Mr. Dexter back on the line here. But definitely, while well, well, we get Mr. Dexter back, yes. um, Sandy, um, for 549 US, you'll be able to get your men's executive health check. That also includes the PSA, 
the cardiac testing on the on the treadmill um as well as you'll have you know dr sharith and either dr sandeep or dr tarun um, to read your results and to go through everything with you on the back end so it's a great program um it's uh, a promotion now for the month of June. Have the wrong number you're calling me back oh, don't. <laughs> okay sorry about that my dear yes yeah now now i can hear so <laughs> let me try to make sure i get dexter back now which one was dexter all right hold on one second i think this is him all right, let's give Dexter a call back. <laughs> so for the month of June, definitely call it 640-4040, info at healthcity.ky, and you'll be able to take advantage of the promotion. Um, 549 US for your men's executive health check for your fathers, your brothers, your sons, your husbands. Um, yes, Sunday. Hi, Mr. Dexter. I can hear you now. How are you doing? Oh, okay. I'm just I'm walking the dog. I'm going to put a bike in the car. Okay. Yeah, you know, people people got the perception, especially men, mm -hmm. uh, thinks if they have never smoked, that they can't get to a cancer, a long cancer. That is not fact. Mm -hmm. I I was on the old Jupiter back in the 60s, mm -hmm. and I was uh, smoking. I was smoked for two, I think for a year and a half, or about a year. Mm -hmm. And I give it up. And that was the last time that I smoked. Mm -hmm. Everybody smokes in the better guy when you're younger here and came on. No, I don't. But mm -hmm. nevertheless, I uh, I was in Canada by 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in Canada 2015 when I um I had a bad bout of sinus problems. And I uh, decided to put some peppermint drops on my tongue. And lo and behold, if you had lit, you had stuck a fire, a torch down in my, a lit torch down in my throat, it would probably have been just as uh, easy. So when I came back to Cayman, I went to Dr. Eggy and he diagnosed me he says, you know, he put the tube down my throat and, uh -huh. and said he put something in my arm that it, it, that it shouldn't be there. But uh -huh. don't panic because it could be a false, you know, false uh, report. <clears throat> and I then um, he advised me to go to do a, a CAT scan. And sure enough, he came back and I, I was positive. So then I went to Miami and I had stage four throat cancer. Mm. So, you know, people that is out there, they can listen. Somebody had been there and done that. Don't think it can't happen. Because when, when I came back, I, I was still having this persistent sore throat. Was minor persistent sore throat, and I didn't think anything of it when mm. I came back to Canada. From Canada and I said, you know, it's just out of curiosity, let me go and check it out. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, I was, you know, I don't know whether or not I didn't realize the, I was stupid or didn't realize the magnitude of, of what Dr. Eggett told me. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, I followed up and then I just, I did, didn't come become 
complacent, think, oh, it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. No. I decided to do the right thing by taking medical profession advice. And here I am still alive. And mm-hmm. not too many people ever survive stage four throat cancer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. So, um, we're, we're really yeah. happy that you you listen to your physician and obviously you listen to your, your body at some point as well. Yeah, you know, people will, will just um, not pay attention. Of course, some doctors will tell you one thing and then another one will tell you something. You got mm-hmm. two or three opinions and every one of them is different. But I just decided, I felt something was not right and I decided to go and and, and, and follow up on it. And all through my checkups, and that's another thing that people, you know, I had an option to do well, the, the, the uh, oncologist or the surgeon that came in that Baptist Hospital, he says, Mr. Ebanks, you got three options. Mm-hmm. Um, came on radiation or um, operation. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, he says, an operation is not your option, but it's your choice. Mm-hmm. The only option we, we would recommend is came on radiation. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I told my wife, I says, because uh, he said, if you did an operation, you may never be able to swallow again. You may mm-hmm. never be able to talk. You could be disfigured. Mm-hmm. These people take the operation uh, because it's a quick, they think it's a quick fix. It's, he told me that, he says, this is not something you have, you're, it's your life you're playing with don't take chances with it. You only got one life. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I told my, uh, my wife, I said, Hon, if I can't live, I don't want to exist. I'll take my life. I took, I took the option of having team on radiation and pray that nobody ever goes through that. I went in about six weeks, seven weeks of mm-hmm. treatment, five it was five days a week, Monday to Friday, radiation, and Fridays, chemo, mm-hmm. and for three and a half, three, three and a half hours. And I had, uh, there'd be days I just wanted to give up. But don't give up at that point. You just continue going going about your business and, mm-hmm. and, and do the right thing and let the doctors um, do what they're supposed to do. There are times when people will will pray and forget that, that the hands of the doctors are the hands of God. Mm. All right, Carla, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Okay, Sandy. All right, my dear. Thank you so much. All right, folks. Okay, um, our, our panel do have to leave. We appreciate them. They're in a little bit of over, overtime. Uh, they're very, very busy uh, saving lives. <laughs> so we don't want to keep them for too long. So Dr. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the program. Thanks, Sandy. Thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. And Dr. Sandeep, thank you so much as well. As you, always a um, pleasure, Sandy. Thank you. All right. Wonderful. All right. And Shamari, as usual, you're always here. 
Um, we now we know that you, you know, you've got some health markers, some health goals yep. that you have got to reach. So we're going to be keeping you accountable. The treadmill <laughs> is fixed and ready to go. That's so. right. That's right. And then Sandy, I want to show you yes. my mug. With with great beard comes great responsibility. All right. So <laughs> also with Wonderful. with great with with great elliptical comes great responsibility. Yes, so absolutely, I will, absolutely. I will be back on it. I will be back on it. But Sandy, as always, yes. Thank you for having us every Tuesday. Um, we missed you for the brief moments you were gone. I'll be listening in to hear what really happened over the weekend because I know yes. you always have good information to share. Um, and, you know, we always look forward to bringing topical items forward to the program. A lot of times we're talking about women's health. A lot of times um, mm -hmm. we, we usually take that angle, whether it has to do with, um, you know, cancer care and, and mammography and the such. Mm -hmm. But it's good to come on here to speak to the gentlemen, to let them know from a mental health perspective um, it's okay to talk to your mm -hmm. friends, to understand what's going on with yourself, to keep healthy. And because we don't typically have a relationship necessarily with a physician mm -hmm. from our teenage years, as we get older, we should have a relationship. We have Dr. Sandeep, Dr. Tarun, or find a GP that you're comfortable with mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. of Health City. And if not, then definitely come for your yearly checkups so that we can make sure that everything is good. Because to your point and to the doctor's point, if we catch it early, um, whatever it is, medicine is such today that we can either cure you or we can give mm -hmm. you a much higher probability of having a, a healthier life thereafter. So with that, Absolutely. thank you, Sandy. Thank you. And see you next week. We really appreciate it. All right. And go get that. The, the special, just to be clear, is on for the entire month of June. Correct. So, yeah. so you can book within June and then obviously we'll schedule in throughout July um, mm -hmm. if we're not able to get you in in June, but definitely book within June and you'll take advantage of, of that Father's Day special. Beautiful. Thanks. Appreciate it, Shamari. All right. All right. And everybody loves a good special, folks. So uh, make sure you definitely get on it. So good morning to everyone. I know uh, based on your messages that you guys have been sending, you have missed me and I missed you guys too. But don't worry, I am back in the saddle. Um, you might have noticed a couple different things in the studio. So I got my a new little boom arm here, which is um, my microphone. And my apologies, I, I just recognized why I wasn't hearing. There's so many bits and pieces too. I'm going to show you guys a little behind the scenes for those who are online with me. A little behind the scenes um, extra footage here. You guys have seen this camera angle like when I'm working out. Sometimes I show this. But there's so many moving parts to make this possible. And of course, I want to thank everybody over at DMS Broadcasting. They're oftentimes listening to the radio, giving me some feedback on what needs to be done. And, uh, you know, I've got like board settings. I've just got all sorts of stuff going on here. Um, and of course, I want to be say a big shout out. Although my husband does not really do much with CMR. I mean, he's the first to admit that he does not even read the news. He doesn't really listen to it. Although I think he kind of sneaky links sometimes to it. It pops up on his feed. So when he's at his computer, sometimes I see him scrolling on, um, on, on, uh, on Facebook and I see CMR pop up and he's like, what is this doing on my thing? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I know you really want to be watching CMR, honey, chill. So, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, you know, he um, sometimes will see something that needs improving and he will make a recommendation. 
So he said to me, we went to Miami, in case y'all didn't know, for a couple of days. And he saw this boom arm and he said, um, normally he's telling me I'm buying too much equipment. No more equipment. You don't need another microphone. You don't need anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. So uh, he went into to, um, one of the electronic stores there. And um, he messaged me because I didn't even go in because, hey, I wasn't planning on purchasing anything. See, when I'm not purchasing something, he makes me purchase it. So he messages me and he's like, oh, I think they have something here that could be of uh, use to you. And I said, oh. So I went in. I had a quick look. They didn't actually have it at that location. So I had end up going to another location. But yeah, so I have a new arm that gives me a little bit more flexibility with the microphone. Um, and it's kind of like I can move it out of my way, clear off my desk space. So it just helps. So big shout out to hubby this morning who made a purchase recommendation that it's actually really good. And then here's the best part. He, uh, we got in yesterday afternoon. He came in last night and set everything up for me. Um, so I didn't even have to worry about the setup. He just did it. I didn't even have to ask. That's a good husband for you people. When you don't really have to ask, he just did it and got it done because he knows one thing y'all need to do is to hear me in the mornings. So if you see Marlon today, say thank you, Marlon. Sandy says thanks for her new uh, mic setup. Uh-huh. Good to go. But I do feel like I might I might actually have to restart the computer a little bit later on. Because I'm trying to show you guys the other camera. Lord, that's not even coming up. So I don't know what's going on with that one. Anyway, we'll, we'll do a restart later on and get everything sorted. So good morning to Miss Andrea. Emma is here. Miss Sue's got it locked. Miss Charlene, um, I did send your message to them. She's asking about the Stop, Stop Smoking program, and they're going to reach out to you um, in relation to that. So not to worry. We'll get you sorted. Miss Dean says, welcome back. Greetings, CMR community. Miss you lots. Oh, thank you guys so much. I miss you too. Hopefully everything can now be heard on radio and you guys are good. Jim is in the house. KK's here. She says that her cholesterol must be high as hell uh, because she uh, white rice is life all day, every day. Um, sneak in some options, KK. I get it. I know how much Caribbean people love rice. Child, some of y'all can just eat rice by itself with like ketchup and stuff. I've never had rice and ketchup. Like I can't even fathom. The idea is foreign to me, but I do know that a lot of Caribbean people are addicted to ketchup. I try, you know, I think what it is, KK and others, and this is important as parents, you grew up um, loving what you love because you were exposed to it as a kid. So parents, be careful what you expose your kids to, especially when it comes to their diet. Now, I get it. Caribbean people just love certain things. You know, my daughter seems to have a love for ketchup already, and I'm not really a ketchup person. A lot of times I don't even buy ketchup. Like when I go to like, if I go to like, you know, you know, once in a while, I go to Popeye's, Burger King, whatever. I'm the person who eats the fries without the ketchup. In fact, you know what I prefer to ketchup on my fries is ranch dressing. Like I prefer creamier sauce. I don't really, I'm not into ketchup like that. But child, she'd be like loading on the ketchup and I'm watching her, you know, eating way too much ketchup. And I said, no, 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 no ketchup. And so sometimes I'll take the ketchup packs away from her because you tell her just a little bit and she doesn't understand what a little bit means. She's like dipping the whole fry. Um... And the ketchup, and then I noticed over uh, the weekend, we did go to the mall, food court food, Ugh, not the healthiest, but, you know, there's a Burger King in there. And so she had some Burger King and she didn't even touch her ketchup packets. She's like, oh, they gave me like five. Look, mom, 
they gave me so many and I didn't ask for them, but she didn't open any of them. So I think that, you know, there's little things that we can do as parents, just little things like incorporating the brown rice instead of the white rice all the time, doing some quinoa instead of rice, you know, kids will get used to, I know they resist. Trust me. I know. You're like, what is this? This looks weird. She actually really enjoys broccoli. So I'm trying to get her. I'm like, well, if you like broccoli, you should like cauliflower because they're almost the same <laughs> in the same family of vegetables. Um, so just really, really push, you know, she's not always big in meat, which is good, but, you know, just push it. But she, boy, she loves her rice. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, the brown rice, sneak it in. Um, I think they're just things that we can do because otherwise we develop this palate that is like out of this world, but it's not good for us. So every little bit helps. Um, you know, it's it's a struggle, folks. It really is, but we can do it. So, um, yes. Uh, your microphone's picking up every bit of noise, including whatever construction is going on at your house. I don't have any construction going on. You're amplified and your guests in the background. Okay. Is it, I mean, we no longer have guests, but is it any better? I'm not really sure what was going on this morning. Like I said, I might just have to do a restart completely on everything, but um, I don't have any construction going on. So I don't, I don't know who, I think that might've actually been from inside the gym. Like I think the gym audio is picking up some of the background noise. Listen, it's audio is difficult to get right. You guys have no idea. It is it is literally my Achilles heel when it comes to anything that I do, whether I'm live streaming and I sound fine, but then you can't hear the person in front of me. Um, you know, Facebook live streaming does something weird because I think is, uh, so somebody says the radio is perfect now. Yeah, I think it was some of the background noise in the gym actually. But, you know, the, the live stream, I think Facebook compresses live stream and it impacts the audio. Because I can do, let me tell you guys how weird this is, right? I can do an interview, same setup, same microphones, everything with someone in front of the camera, interviewing them, and they sound perfect. And the second that is a live video, it then is like, you can't hear them. You guys can hear me. And I'm thinking, I, I can hear them. So it's hard for me to understand what's going on. But I think it's like a Facebook compression thing once you're live. So a lot of times what I now do to ensure that you guys get the best possible audio is I will pre-record an interview. And you guys have seen me do this, even with UCCI. I pre-record the last interviews we had with their guests. That way I know the audio is good. And then I play it as part of a live. So I'll play it like during the morning show, or we can actually upload stuff that isn't live. You guys have noticed we've been doing that quite a bit lately. And you're like, wait a minute, this isn't on right now. No, it's pre-recorded. But the way that we schedule it and we run it through Facebook, it comes up as like a live event. But we always put on the top. So just look at the top. It'll say the date, the original air date. And I think maybe we need to put something else that says, I don't know, um, you know, recorded or whatever. So, the, you know, because some of y'all jump in, you're like, oh, yeah, like we did the one with Debbie. So Kevin's kind of um, doing this for me. So he's clipping segments of shows and then re-airing just those segments and uh, sometimes that's great because you guys like a shorter little snippet, right? And so everybody was watching the one with Debbie, the, um, somebody called her, what was the term they called? Debbie the demon or something. But she's the construction lady who, um, I all know she wouldn't tell us what her immigration status was in Ireland, which I thought was very, very interesting. It was a pretty straightforward question. 
And the fact that she wouldn't answer it said a lot, right? But anyway, um, she's going on and on about, oh, you know, oh, she's a Christian and this and that. And I'm like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. You know, you you just need to be a good person. You can be a Christian. And apparently some of y'all are horrible Christians because you're just bad people and you're bad business people, you're bad employers, you're bad employees. I don't know how you compartmentalize your Christianity, but it doesn't trickle over into a whole lot of areas of your life. And I get it. Nobody's trying to say that Christians are supposed to be perfect. But boy, some of y'all really test the good Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all better be lucky he's so forgiven. He's not walking around with a lightning bolt in his hand because he might be zapping a few people. But anyway, um, she was going on and on blaming this other guy for her response. You know, and trust me, this has gone viral. It's all over the bloggers and Jamaica. Everybody has picked up on this. And, you know, poor Debbie, she's a little bit um, delusional in that, you know, even she was talking about, for example, the Finn Project, which a lot of you were commenting. She's like, oh, you know, um, he fired everybody. That's not true. Dale Crichton did not fire everybody in that project. It wouldn't be built if he did, first of all, (laughs) to be clear. Um, He did not fire everyone. He fired her because of her attitude and because of the way that she was treating people. And, you know, Caribbean people maybe up to a certain point can understand the madness. You know what I'm saying? Caribbean people be popping off and they're like, okay, we're all right. We're cool, whatever. But not everybody operates like that. So my understanding is it was the foreign workers, AKA, you know, the Caucasian non-Caribbean workers who were like, oh, we can't work with this woman. She's like a terror. Like we're not used to this level of unprofessionalism. Let me put it that way. Caribbean people, I think sometimes y'all get used to unprofessionalism. You just let things slide. Other people are like, nope, pump the brakes. What is this? You know, I'm going to call my lawyer kind of thing. And so they fired her and her company because of that. And it's unfortunate because she thinks, oh, I'm going to go back and work with Dale. Oh, yeah, we're talking about it. Listen, sources tell me Dale would not work if she was the last person left in the whatever finishing business she does, sheet rocking or whatever. He would never work with her again under any circumstances. That is dead and done. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we um, we did restream it, and uh, I know a lot of you were kind of uh, into that one for sure. So look out for more and more of those. Kevin is taking snippets, like, for example, this segment this morning with Health City. He'll re-air that in the weekend in case you missed it. Um, we've got Broadhurst coming up uh, later this week as well. So, um, you know, stay tuned. We're trying to bring you as much content and as much variety as possible. So we're going to be talking about the pension issue. We're trying to get some experts on. I'm still trying to reach anybody in the world of banking. Let's demystify finances, banking, money matters, right? I feel like a lot of us have questions. There's a lot of things that we do not understand. And what's wrong with talking about it? We got a good fix on the whole health thing. And we're talking about all sorts of health and wellness. And, you know, why can't we talk about money? What is so mystique? And, and, you know, scary about money, we need to demystify it. We need to get a hold of understanding basics. Uh, They should be teaching this stuff in school. Our kids need to understand money management. Listen, the mistakes that I made in my 20s and even some in my 30s surrounding money, if I could have a redo with a little bit more knowledge and information, honey child, I would definitely be a millionaire today. Uh And I would own more land. I should have bought land when I was younger. I should have invested. I just didn't understand the importance of it all. And so I think we need to start having these conversations. 
I'm aware a lot of young people listen to this program. So we're now going to get on the ball and help them to get that step ahead in life that we didn't necessarily have because we just didn't know any better. All right. So yesterday we played um, Cayman Voices on the radio, but we're having an issued Facebook right now. Listen, I'll be the first to tell you that sometimes Facebook just confuses me. I don't always get it. Sometimes they claim that we've broken a Facebook rule and it's like it doesn't make any sense. Um, other times, like right now, they haven't said that we're, we've broken a rule. It's saying that for security reasons, we can't stream right now. Um, I don't know what that means for a couple of days. I don't know what a couple of days means. Like they're very imprecise sometimes. So I don't know what's going on. A workaround is we will stream on the community page. Remember now CMR has two pages. We've got the regular page and the community page. The community page is met for stuff like lost and found. If you're looking for a rental, you lost your dog, you lost whatever. That's where we're traditionally going to post those things. Um, and, you know, uh, it's coming in helpful now because we can actually live stream there. And then hopefully you can find it that way as well. And I see a lot of you this morning have found it. Probably not as many as, you know, if we were on the primary page, but we just work around um, what we can, where and how we can. Yes. All right, beautiful folks. So over the weekend, I uh, went to Miami for a couple of days. So month end, I'm actually taking a trip. We've got a wedding. So we're going to be away for like a week. During that time, I will most days, I think I'm going to miss because of travel, like maybe one or two days, but most days I'm actually going to be um, still live streaming the show, right? So we're going we're gonna to work on the go. Um, and so we had to sort out a couple of things. You know how you always have to find a, I, I couldn't even find a dress for this wedding, but I'll have to dig in the closet. Uh, you're trying to find like shoes and, you know, Gianna needed shoes and Marlon needed a new suit and whatever. So we were just like, okay, let's take a quick trip in and out of Miami, get a few things done. Well, it seems to me that two things happen. Anytime I go to bed early or I travel, something major seems to happen. Now I know that's just a coincidence, but on Saturday, I traveled uh, Friday, um, all of a sudden Friday night, like early Saturday morning, I was sleeping, honey child. I wasn't checking my messages. I woke up in the morning to all, did I wake up in the morning early? I can't remember. But I, I remember waking up to all these messages about the shooting that happened the night before. And I was like, a shooting? Two people got shot. I was like, what? Down by Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square, I think is what it's called. Anyway, there's two bars in there. Listen, I get it. The owner of, um, you know, Jiffo, he's a Caymanian. He's saying that, listen, you know, he doesn't want his um, bar's name associated with this. It didn't happen inside the bar. We talk about this all the time. It's a little bit of an enigma when something happens in a particular complex. Um, we assume that the people were going there. They probably were. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. It smells like a rat, looks like a rat, walks like a rat. It's probably a rat. But that doesn't mean that it's the establishment's fault that this has happened. And so a lot of business owners feel like they're, um, all of a sudden I got fuzzy here with the camera. A lot of, of businesses, um, trying to get it to refocus. There we go. So a lot of businesses feel that, you know what, they are um, unfortunately getting a bit of a, 
negative meme because of the association, right? This happens with the, the lilies and um, the strand as well. The other businesses there's like, uh, you know, we're running a restaurant, we're running a bar. We have nothing to do with this. But Lily's draws a particular crowd and then things pop off with those people. Even if it's outside of Lily's, the other businesses are impacted. Now, the police have gotten to the point where they're going to say, um, you know, somebody at um, our whatever bar or Lily's or, you know, they just start to name them. I think at one point they kind of weren't doing it, but now they definitely do it. And it is what it is. I think if you own a bar, um, this is kind of, you know, part of um, part of what you have to get used to. And your, your your bars attract certain like bananas, right? Anything that happens in that plaza, everybody knows it is the crowd that goes to bananas. Do we need to argue about that? No, we don't. Um, and, and, you know, if you feel a way, if you're in that particular industry and you feel a way about it, what I would suggest is uh, maybe find... Find another business. So I think they correct, they change it because they now they say outside a bar and West Bay Road. All right, it's Trafalgar Place. We all know where it happened. Uh, there was some interesting footage in circulation, multiple videos. I think I got like three or four videos of the shooting um, after the aftermath of the shooting, I should say. And um, I can't really share that on air because there was some profanity uh, in there and the police, um, showed up. Uh, and then there was like, you know, sort of comments about the police and they, they were not acting as quickly as people wanted them to, or doing their job. I don't know. It was just a hot mess. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Both individuals, I understand actually alive. I don't know who these people are that got shot. Somebody sent me photos. They're like, oh, it's this guy here in the white shirt. I have no idea. He got dreadlocks. That's all I know. I don't know who he is. I don't know who his mama is, whatever. Um, I mean, he looks like he could be Caymanian-ish. But then again, you can't go by looks anymore, honey chill. Because, you know, Caymanians look, we're all over the place now, integrating with all kind of folks. But he looks like he could actually maybe be Caymanian. I don't know. Um, never heard of him before. Don't know nothing about him. Anybody knows who he is, send me some details. But this young man is very, very lucky to be alive, is what I would say. So um, armed units attended the location, rendered first aid to the man is what they say until the arrival of emergency services. Of course, eyewitnesses are saying that the police didn't really went, render that much assistance, that they could have done more. I suppose, I mean, I don't know what kind of First aid, the police are able to render. They probably don't have uh, a whole lot of skill set in that area. So I don't know. So someone says he's moving away from his. Oh, oh, no, he's from Honduras. No, this person said, no, 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 no. He's from Honduras. <laughs> OK, there you go. So another person says he's Caymanian with Honduran parents. Mm hmm. So what a mix up from Guanaja. Okay, like I said, Caymanian mix up somewhere along the line. Um, he featured his brother, Justin Jackson, AKA hot shot a couple months ago with the shooting with the prison officer. The prison officer, which prison officer? The shooting with the prison officer? Uh, 
Prison officer. Okay, I'm, that's not quite ringing a bell. Do you remember the guy that killed the prison officer in Cayman? We had a prison officer killed? Uh, huh. All right, so I'm getting some messages here on WhatsApp. I'm trying to remember now. Gosh, there's so many cases that sometimes I really don't remember. That killed a prison officer. He shot a prison officer? Oh, snaps. The retired prison officer. The one who was buying the numbers. Uh, officer Elliot. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah, the one on Screw Road at the barber shop. Y'all are the best co-host ever. I've got like three, four people like putting the story together. Yes, the one at the at the the next one's like, yeah, I'm prison officer Elliot. Okay, the retired prison officer. Y'all the best, honey chill. Oh, I see. Oh, Jackson, yeah. So his dad is from Honduras. I don't know the mom, but from Honduras as well. Mm, what a hot mess. So this is his brother. Ooh, honey chill. This looks like some real mix-up stuff. Um, so I wonder what is really going on here. Why did they shoot him? Lord Jesus, y'all need to stay out of these streets. So his brother is in jail for killing the retired prison officer, but he hasn't had his trial yet, I don't think, right? So he's still on bail, I mean, uh, on remand, but I don't think, um, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, this other person said, yep, that's him, the former prisoner officer. I'm like, okay, oh Lord. And his father, I think he works on boats and stuff like that, right? The father is such a nice guy. Um, but, you know, honey child, sometimes you got to really be watching your kids because you'd be raising some bad seeds and you're either just not paying attention or um, you don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, them pe some of them people from Guanaja kind of special, though, you know. They're different, honey child. All right. Well, um, there you have it. He's alive. Um, I don't know if he knows, you know, kind of who was trying to shoot him or what was going on, but what a hot mess. Um, they call his dad hot shot. He works on boats or something. Um, or is that another one I'm thinking of? Anyway. Oh, that would be another, that would be another guy. Oh Lord. There's so many of them. So this person says, apparently he was not the target. They were trying to shoot somebody else. That's what the streets are saying. His father is off and on drugs for years, and the mother lives in Tampa. Oh, honey child. Mm -mm -mm. So it was two persons shot there on Friday. The second person was the main target and was shot in the neck. Jeez, um, peace. Jordan Manderson was the main target, and he was shot in his foot last year, and they shot his dog. Oh, but jeez, um. Now, who is Jordan Manderson? Which one is he? I feel like that name kind of sounds a little bit familiar. Have we reported on him before, honey child? Uh, she left the father years ago and lives in Tampa. Y'all give me the full the full 411 now, honey. Yep, we got it. Look at that. This is what you call real-time <laughs> live reporting, getting all the news all in one go. Anyway, um, it's sad that sometimes you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And essentially, it costs you your life. This is why I'm not really into being on the streets, y'all. Trust me. I'm not. Y'all be like, oh, Sandy, come out. You know, before I had my child, occasionally 
I might go to like, you know, one of these nightclubs or whatever. It's not really my style. So I'm like the person sitting in the corner bored to death because I don't drink. Yeah. Once in a while, a little song might come on. You feel like dancing a little bit, but I'm not that much into the dancing scene either. Um, so I'm, a lot of times I'd be sitting there thinking to myself, why am I here drinking my little peps in the corner? What am I looking for? What's, what's in these streets? Nothing. Uh-uh. Nothing but trouble. And as they say, nothing good happens after midnight. Stay your behind home, hang out with friends, you know, go sit down and chill with a few people. Um, so this is a hot mess. Um, I think this, this camera keeps... I might have to lock in the focus because it keeps um, trying to focus on, there, we almost had it. There we go. It keeps trying to focus on something else. But anyway, that's because I'm moving. I still lock it in. But uh, yeah, honey child, y'all just need to stay out of the streets. That is my, um, that's my best advice for you. Uh, my God, can you imagine losing your life uh, when you're not even the intended target? What the hell? No, sir. Anywho, um, that's about what we have for you. Two people shot. I think they're both okay. So yes, the first man received a gunshot wound to the neck. He's lucky. Because believe me you, a shot to the neck is almost as close as a shot to the head. Sometimes you survive, though, a shot to the head. Um, but that's like a major artery that he could have had hit and he could have bled out very, very easily. So he should consider himself lucky, Henny Chow. And listen, I don't know what's chasing Mr. Manderson, but it looks like it's nothing good. If he was shot before and then his dog was shot, somebody got some beef with him and he probably knows exactly who it is. Um, what I suggest you do is sometimes you need a change. And when I say change, I mean like a complete change. Move somewhere else and don't come back. Mm -hmm. Just a word of advice if you want to stay alive because somebody has your number and they're trying to dial you to death. And, you know, I, I trust me, you run from trouble. You don't run towards trouble, right? I've never seen a, a bad man look any different than anybody else in a casket. You're still dead. So there are times when you got to say, my life is worth more. I can love my family from afar. Maybe they can come and visit. Start over, start afresh. But you know what's happening is we have a lot of little criminal seeds around the place. Even when they move elsewhere, they can't stay there for long because their criminality just keeps calling them back. And so they run back, came out before you know it, and um, getting themselves involved in all kind of mix up, honey chill. Stay far is my recommendation. It's hard to change your life in a place like Cayman because Cayman is so small. Um, what a hot mess. Damien says Gaza area. My God. Oh, Perla saying, show us your nails again. <laughs> oh God. I wasn't really trying to show you my nails because they don't really look that good. I had them, I had them done. It's kind of a, uh, not quite a purple purple, but it's a little bit in the purple family, but child, they're all cracked up. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about my weekend since Perla mentioned the nails. So one of the things that I did in Miami is I did get myself a little manicure, but child, they all chipped up. I noticed that my nails were actually, um, you know, when you're traveling, you're picking stuff up. But I noticed my nails were on Friday were um, chipping off a lot and were, you know, like just breaking. And normally I have really good hard nails. 
And so I had them cut down. I went and did myself a little manicure, just cut them all down. And uh, I need to, I think, up some vitamins or something, some keratin or something for the hard nails. Um, but, you know, this is, again, we we're talking about earlier, paying attention to your health. Little things like why are my nails are dry, they're brittle, they were breaking. And so I treated myself to manicure, which I need to do more often because my cuticles were a hot mess. I didn't even get to do my pedicure, but I'll do that this week here. But yeah, you've got to take care of yourself, folks. And so they're still all chipped up. If you look really, really closely, you can see that they really don't look that great. But they're all chipped up still. What can I tell you? Ugh, you try to take care of yourself as best you can. Make time for you. So I did go to um, the, uh, the nail place. Um, like I said, I wanted to get a pedicure. Didn't do that. I wanted to go to the waxing place. Didn't do that. You know, I like to be waxed. I'm a person who hates body hair, actually, uh, but didn't even get a chance to do that, honey, Chia. Mm, or mess. When you're traveling with the family, you can't do everything that you want because then they're like, oh, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. Little six-year-old wants to go to Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, all right, let's do Chick-fil-A. Dad's like, oh, I need to do this. So compromise. It's the family compromise. So listen, you know, Caymanian fashion. I did go to Walmart. That was my first step. You know, I used to laugh at UK Manions when I'd hear y'all say, oh, yeah, I went to Miami and I went to Walmart. I'm like, what, what, the, what is it? But now I get it. I understand the attraction <laughs> when you travel. Like your first stop has to be Walmart. And I am like totally in. Ugh, so I, I went to Walmart. Miss um, Brenda, I got, I got something for you. But listen to the story now. So I went to Walmart and I picked up a couple of toiletries. So for me, Walmart isn't about the clothes or anything. Um, although you can find decent stuff for kids, because listen, don't waste no money on kids' clothing. They mess it up. They stain it up. They, they five dollars for top. You're good to go. Um, but I normally do like toiletries, toothpaste, and that kind of stuff. But this is the Super Walmart, and they got everything at the Super Walmart grocery store, full grocery store. You know the works. So this trip, guess what I bought? Toys and stuff for Zeus. This is his first time with us leaving him. Poor Zeus didn't know what to make of himself. According to Miss Stacy, she stayed with Zeus. He was looking for me in the morning after the morning show because he kind of is already into a little bit of a schedule. So she said he came into the office and he was like lying in here all by his lonesome, looking around with little puppy dog eyes, didn't know what to make of himself. <laughs> he was like, where is everybody? I'm so lonely. Um, oh, poor thing. So I said, oh, he'll get used to it. I remember back in the day, Coco, she was like the best. You know what she used to do when I would travel? First of all, the second she saw you pull out the suitcases, she knew what that meant. She's like, oh, these people are leaving me again. Mm -hmm. So she would get a little bit depressed. Like the first day uh, we'd leave her with someone she wouldn't really eat. You know, she, you know, you had to kind of really coax her. And we always tried to leave her with people that she already was familiar with and that she knew. And so it wasn't a completely foreign environment to her. That helps when you have dogs, but they really do miss you. And, uh, but when we would get back, Coco would jump inside the suitcase and start pulling out her own toys. She was so smart. She knew exactly which toys were hers. I tell not a word of lie. And so Zeus hasn't really figured that out yet, but we bought stuff for him. So we bought a bunch of stuffed animals. We got doggy shampoo. There's just certain things in Cayman just in terms of variety and even pricing. Buy it at Walmart, honey, Jill. 
So I got him like oatmeal shampoo to make sure, you know, I think his skin is a little bit sensitive because sometimes I see him scratching. There's no real reason why he's scratching. So we got him some nice oatmeal shampoo and a nice brush. And um, I got him a couple collars, one that has his name already pre-printed on it. And then there's one that I can actually put the, um, the Apple tracker in it. So, you know, you buy these things because NK Man, you don't really have those choices. So Amazon, Walmart, I get it now. Um, do all your shopping there. Um, so anywho, some interesting <laughs> things from my travel. You know, I always like to um, make observations when I travel. Now, coming back yesterday, big shout out to Cayman Airways. Good, good flight. You know, nothing too eventful. Uh, when I was at the airport yesterday, someone made a suggestion that I thought was actually a really, really good suggestion. Anyone from CIAA listening? Is uh, Johan listening this morning? Because we were at carousel number two, I think. And then for some reason, they change it from two to three. So someone said to me, um, Sandy, can you bring this up? Because apparently people listen to you. I said, do they really? I don't know, honey, chill. But anyway, they said, can you please bring this up as a topic? Because to me, this is a no-brainer. And the second they said it, I'm like, of course, that's a no-brainer. Makes total sense. Um, why don't they at the carousel tell you what, like when you go to Miami, it'll say carousel number three, Cayman Airways KX105. Why don't they do that? Instead, they just have this role playing of like pictures about, you know, the history of the airport. That's fine if there's no flights in. You play that, um, but surely on that big screen, let me see if I can find this picture for you. There must be some space there um, for us to be able to, you know, see that this is baggage claim so-and-so. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Let me show you a little picture. Because yes, I surely took a picture. All right, have a look at this. So this is what they're talking about. So this was just going through pictures of like, oh, what the airport used to look like, nostalgia. That's fantastic. But can we say um, carousel number three is, um, you know, Kim and Airways KX105 baggage claim? Because they swapped it over. And I know it's a small airport and everything, but people are confused. Because I don't know, a few things came out on one and then they swapped it to three for some reason. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to a young man named Chris who made this suggestion. I think it's a great suggestion. I hope someone at CIAA is listening because th these are screens. Um, you know, computer screens, essentially. And you can put whatever message and stuff that you want on these. So it's super, super easy. Suggestion, fix it. Lord knows it's easy. Um, Somebody says they want to speak to me off live, please. Okay, well, that's going to have to be after the show. Um, Got a gentleman that wants to speak to you. Okay. All right, so that suggestion, I think that that works. Look into it, CIAA. So the other thing that happened overnight on, I guess, Friday night was there was actually a robbery. Now, to the, to me, um, somebody, somebody says, morning, Sandra. If I die and come back, I want to come back as your dog. He's so well taken care of. Aw. Well, listen to me. <clears throat> I believe um, that... Uh, you know, dogs are family. And so I treat my dog like a child, to be honest. And I believe in taking care of children too. 
So you might want to come back as my child and not necessarily my dog. Because then you get all the fun stuff, like you can travel with me sometimes and that sort of stuff, right? But yeah, so I'm, I'm really, really big on um, taking care of, of animals. Like, I don't think you have an animal and not take care of it. So so I shopped at Walmart for Zeus. And then sometimes I accidentally call Zeus Coco still, but you know. Um, listen, I had Coco for like 10 years, so you got to understand. And then I went to the pet store. I haven't been to a pet store in years. So I went into Petco and didn't really find much in there, to be honest. I was like, yeah, that one was kind of a small store and I don't know. Uh, but Gigi was excited because she got to see like a ferret for the first time in real life. Like she's seen them on, on TV, on YouTube, but she got to see and they were just sleeping. They sleep like 18 hours a day. Um, I've always thought about having a ferret for a pet, but I don't know. But anyway, they were sleeping, but she was still tickling like, oh my God, mom, they're so cute. Everything is cute when you're six years old and they were just like snoozing. And then she got to see some geckos, uh, which she hadn't seen before in person. Like I'm still, you know, you see life through the eyes of a child and you have to understand there's so many things that they haven't seen and so many things that they haven't experienced. And that's again, why travel, I mean, Miami is not that far, but travel is important. Taking her to the pet store. This is her first time in a pet store, right? Cause she hadn't, she didn't have a need to go to a pet store before. Um, so she's getting to experience new things. And, you know, like all of us, kids get into little habits. So she loves Dunkin' Donuts. She loves Chick-fil-A. So every time now we go to Miami, oh, mom, can we go to Dunkin' Donuts? Can we go to Chick-fil-A? And I say, honey, chill. I get it because I'm like that too. We're all creatures of habit. I'm like, well, let's try something different. Just like when you discovered Dunkin' Donuts, you saw how amazing donuts are. You know, there's other amazing food out there. There's like Spanish food. And then she's like, I don't know about all that. But, you know, we try to push the limits a little bit and try to introduce her um, to new things. So speaking of introducing people to new things, um, let me show you another picture here. Bed Bath & Beyond is going out of business. So they were having a liquidation sale. And if y'all know me, you know I love me some kitchen stuff. Ooh, honey chow. Mm -mm -mm. You can't have enough pots and pans and according to Marlon, one too many storage containers. He's like, do you really need another storage container? I'm like, yes, I do. Oh my gosh. So we went to one um, store closing. I don't know how many stores they have, but I think they're all closing across the US. So if you live in the US or you're visiting anytime soon, go and get your, be your bed, bath and beyond fixed because they will soon be a thing of the past. And they're selling everything, fixtures, the carts, I mean, you'd be surprised what's up for sale. So I went in there and I, I wish I had more time. And, you know, unfortunately, those types of things take up a lot of suitcase space. So you got to think, mm, do I really have the space in my suitcase for all that stuff? Anyway, um, they will soon be a thing of the past. So here's the store that we went to, closing store. And then here's the fixture sale. So like they're selling all the display fixtures and everything. And they had everything like 30 to 50% off. Um, so, yep, if you're going up anytime soon, you might still be able to catch some stuff. So I bought a couple things in there. Nothing major, to be honest. Um, I need a good pot set, but I didn't really see any. I need to replace my pots. I didn't really see anything there that was, like, super exciting. So I think that's going to have to be an Amazon purchase. But, yep, we went into Bed Bath & Beyond. Oops. Soon be gone. Um, what else did I do on the trip? Mm-hmm. 
just trying to remember. I felt like there was something else I want to tell you guys about the trip, but it'll, it'll come, it'll come to me. So robbery, first there was a shooting. Then there was a robbery at the sandbar. That's right in the middle of Georgetown. Event Pro, I guess they must have had an event or something going on. Event Pro was there. Some dude comes up on his bicycle with a gun and robs the young lady who's working the Event Pro booth. Now, he doesn't sound like he is terribly smart. He only got $50. Uh, yeah. Apparently, um, he was wanting to uh, take her little fanny pack because she had on a fanny pack and he wanted to take that and she had like her car keys, her own personal stuff in the fanny pack. And she said, no, you ain't taking my fanny pack, dude. Go away, leave me alone. But I know the young lady and poor thing. Um, she said she was so scared. She was scared to death. And this is really horrible. I hope they find this guy. Some people already message saying they think they know who it is because this is kind of his MO. Rides around on a bicycle. You know, I don't know if the gun was real or not, but you know, sometimes you're tempted when someone does something stupid, like comes and robs you in a bicycle, you're tempted to get in your car and like literally run them down afterwards. Like you just, you just cause me like, you know, stress, a panic attack. Now I'm going to have PTSD from being robbed at gunpoint. Dude, I'm going to run you over with my car. That's how you feel. That's what you feel like doing. But of course, you can't always do everything you feel like doing, honey, Joe. But um, yeah, he went and robbed the sandbar. So some people said they think they know exactly who he is because these guys are not always the smartest. Mm -mm -mm. So this person says, oh, yes, his brother is Justin Manderson, who was killed a few years ago, all drug related. Oh, Lord Jesus. What a mess. All right, so um, this person says, honey child, I have glaucoma. And when your camera is not focusing and I thought it was my eye pressure high, <laughs> I keep cleaning my glasses and saying, what the hell happened today? So I was just going to call Dr. Foley. <laughs> no, it's my fault. Don't call Dr. Foley. It's actually the camera. I, I see it occasionally trying to readjust. Um, so this other person says, um, <laughs> Can they shoot each other and leave the innocent dog alone? Idiots. I know. But you see, they're, they're using these dogs as guard dogs. And so what ends up happening is um, the guard dogs, unfortunately, become part of the beef with, with each other. All right. Here's another thing that you guys don't know about yet. I'm bringing you up to date on all the stuff over the weekend. So there was an incident down, Crew Road, down Palmdale, my apologies, which is off of Crew Road. So I told you guys about a guy before down there who has a dog that has bitten multiple people, including the dog groomer, apparently. He, again, is being used as a deterrent so that when police go to this location, animal control need to take this dog. When they go to this location, um, you know, the dog interferes while the guy gets away, runs through the back bushes, whatever. So they went um, by him on Thursday night, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Which day was the seventh? I think that was Thursday night. And there's an allegation now that this guy has sexually assaulted a girl in her car, turned around and beat her up. That's what the streets are saying. 
And so um, the police were at the location again. They took the son, took him away this time. The truck has come and gone with the car. Forensic evidence, honey chill. And CID was at the location um, with gloves uh, taking stuff out of the car. Huh. He's uh, out on bail now, apparently. So <clears throat> we'll certainly keep you guys um, updated. They say the car is back and he's out on bail. Wow. What a hot mess. So I don't know. We'll keep an eye on that situation and certainly update you all when more is available. In addition to that, there were several boat incidents over the weekend. Now, one story, um, Perla says, what is $50 now? Listen, nobody said that criminals are smart <laughs> or that they really think things through. Um, I don't know, honey, Chell. That one didn't sound like he's smart none at all. So, um, yeah, he only got 50 bucks. Mm -mm. Uh, Damien said that he must have robbed it at 6 p.m. before the liquor store closed. The sandbar, no, it was later in the night. Um, Johan says, Jorge plus Denny plus Mario will never steal you away from me, from me and Don Marlin. Oh, Johan, you are such a joker. I don't know how Pilar puts up with Johan all the time. Because I imagine she gets more of his bad jokes than all of us combined. Lord Jesus, she must be a very patient woman. It's either that or she got one of those cow cards hidden around every corner and she's constantly whipping him around the house. <laughs> Marshall says that they're all closing down, uh, referring to um, Bed Bath & Beyond. The one here in my area closed down about two months ago. So yeah, I guess they're um, they're going through the the liquidation process. What a mess. Apparently there is a, um, they own one called Bye Bye Baby or something um, that is part of Bed Bath & Beyond's portfolio. So I understand that the, some people want to purchase that aspect of the business. Um, although they're not interested in Bed Bath and & Beyond. And staff have been complaining that people, customers have been very, very rude <laughs> to them um, given all that has been going on. You know, they come in and they're like um, really, really upset. I'm like, well, listen, things happen. I don't know what you get upset about. Business is closed. And uh, it is what it is. So they filed for Chapter 11 back in April. Mm -hmm. um, so here, this now, this is news that is breaking today, it looks like, an hour ago. So um, they have selected Overstock.com. This is Bed Bath & Beyond. Has selected Overstock.com as it's stocking a horse bidder for the intellectual property behind its namesake banner. This is according to bankruptcy filing that just happened today. So interesting. So you guys know overstock.com is an online discount retailer. And this is going to give them the ability to put in the first bid on Bed Bath & Beyond's remaining assets. So this includes all of the IP. So that's the intellectual property, the goodwill, business internet properties, mobile platform, business data, and contracts. 
Oh, that's interesting. So um, <clears throat> they listed their total assets at $4.4 billion, but with a total debt of $5.2 billion as of last November, uh, obviously they're in trouble. Hmm. So overstock.com might, uh, might win the bid there. That'll be interesting because like I said, there is this um, uh, body, what's it called? Um, bye Bye Baby or something that is um, part of their, their asset portfolio, which I never even knew. I, I don't even know anything about Bye Bye Baby. So I don't know. Um, so they said that Bye Bye Baby is considered the crown jewel of assets. So presumably that's um, you know the part of the business that is still profitable. So some bidders might go after that aspect of it. Hmm. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Um, so boats. So listen to this story now. There's this boat that showed up in Cayman Brack. This was causing a big to-do on the Brack, Carnichia. Um, uh, armed units on the Brack is unusual. So they were out. Uh, this was after five o'clock. I had people messaging me on Saturday like, hey, Sandy, something going on in the Brack. The armed units are here. They're looking for people who are on this boat. They couldn't find anybody. And so the talk on the street was that whoever was on this boat, uh, they were potentially wanted in relation to the shooting. Mm, chill. And that they were going to the Brack in order to... Um, <laughs> get away from the heat. Now, y'all have seen this before. This is interesting. Um, because we've heard of stories of people when the heat is on here, they commit a crime here. What they then do is run to um, Cayman Brack in order to wait until things kind of cool down. Hmm. Well, uh, Brackers pay very, very uh, close attention to this because, you know, the Brack is, is um, it's nicer in some ways in terms of crime, but we know the drug problem is, is really a problem. Uh, and this is now where you're going to find more criminality seeping into the Brack, right? When things get hot here, these jokers jumping on a plane, and I hate to say it, but law enforcement should be paying attention to the manifest, the plane manifest of people traveling back and forth for other reasons as well. Because I understand that one of the things that, that people do um, is the trafficking of drugs between Grand Cayman and Cayman Brack is allegedly happening uh, with these people jumping on a plane. Yeah, they're not taking a boat usually. They jump on a plane, came in airways, and uh, there they are off, you know, having um, having a uh, having a a little vacation over in Cayman Brack. Be very, very mindful, Brackers, of who you're letting in. I mean, I know you can't stop people coming from Grand Cayman, but what I would say is I think the authorities need to do a little bit of a better job uh, paying attention to who's traveling and perhaps why they are traveling as well. Mm -hmm. 
So um, it seems like people might know, I mean, if you know this much, that the, you know, they're running over there to take the heat off of, of um, themselves, you might know exactly who was involved in the, um, in the incident. So Perla's asking if the, if the vessel was stolen. Well, the police actually haven't said anything about this as yet. So I don't know what my sources said. So let me just pull up. Um, hold on here now. Uh, I remember which source told me this. Oh, Lord. But basically what the sources were saying is that um, this vessel showed up with, no, they couldn't find who was on it. It looks like a pretty nice boat. Somebody was like, oh gosh, are the Cubans now um, <laughs> traveling in style? No, it's not the Cubans. This is actually um, a vessel. And I don't know where they got it from, if they stole it or whatever, but it says firearm units. Um, in Cayman Brack, some boats showed up at Scott's dock and no one in sight. Search and seize the boat. So the police have the boat. And people are saying that uh, people involved in the shooting in Grand Cayman are suspected to have been on board and are now loose on the Brack. So um, somebody confirms that it was stolen. It was stolen from Grand Cayman. Mm, mm, mm. So the police are advising people to start... Um, to start, whatchamacallit now, um, permanently marking your construction tools because they continue to receive a good number of um, complaints about stolen tools. And so, you know, you, somebody steals your tools, there's no way to say, yeah, this is my drill versus somebody else's. So they're recommending that you mark it. I don't know how you mark construction tools. I guess maybe there's a tool that does that. Who knows? Um, so, oh, hmm, okay. I'm getting y'all some real live news, you know. So, um, yeah. So there's there's that. Um, another vessel. Uh, John Larue says it looks like an old 36 Intrepid walk around. That means nothing to me, but I guess that's a boat. <laughs> um. So let me show y'all another vessel that they were trying to steal. So lots of boat thefts. How do you secure your boats, folks? Do you have like a, um, what, what you call it? Uh, tracking devices that you can put on these boats, just like everything else? Put some trackers on them, honey gel. So this one now was attempted uh, theft down in Newlands. So this happened, I think, um, Sunday? Yesterday was what, Monday? So um, this one happened early Saturday morning, sorry. And uh, they weren't able to get it because the boat engine shut down. So they actually abandoned this one. So there was some gas issue that caused the boat engines to shut down and they weren't able to seal it. But look, yeah, now look at the photo. That's one of the culprits right there trying to steal the boat. Hmm. Caught in the act on somebody's camera. So if you know, if that bunk, it looks familiar, call the RCIPS, honey child. Um, but yes, they were trying to steal this one uh, and did not have any success. So there might be a video in circulation. We haven't seen the video yet of them trying to steal the boat, but we do have that still photo there. So um, someone said that they're walking it down 
the seawall and then they cut the ignition wires to start the engine. Um, but yes, that one didn't quite work out. Hmm. So this person says Jordan Manderson was a target of MS-13. That's a really bad gang in Honduras. Some years ago, they had told the West Bay police that they needed to let him out so they could kill him or they were going to kill a woman and children. Kill a woman and children? What woman and children? Any woman and children or specifically someone related to him? His family and her parents begged for them to keep him in Northward because they didn't want him to die. What? Wow. This is some real gangster stuff going on around here. Lord Jesus. Take the wheel. Uh, big shout out to one of our listeners sent something called an engraving tool. Oh, yeah. That's available on Amazon. Now, I don't know why they're sending me an Amazon link for like I got enough trouble in my life. Making me go look at an Amazon link. But apparently you can. Um, let me show you all this. You can get a little tool. Yes, honey child. Tell y'all Amazon got everything. Um, called an engraving tool. And then, oh, that's the wrong one. Sorry. One second here. You can actually then engrave your tools. It looks like a little handheld pen almost. So, okay. That's not too shabby. That sounds like a good idea. Um, Amazon engraving tool. Okay, so that's what it looks like, folks. Get yourself an engraving tool. There it is. And uh, yeah, you can check it out. They're, they're, they're under 30 bucks, and I think it's worth it if you have, you know, an issue with someone potentially stealing your tools. And you can put your name and number and stuff on it. So probably not a bad idea. Now I can now see what's in my cart. I have underwear in my cart, folks. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to make a confession. You know, when you go to like the store, I don't know, JCPenney's or whatever, and you find a really nice pair of undies that are comfortable because comfort is important when you're covering yourself. And then I say to myself, I wonder if Amazon has this because a lot of times Amazon is cheaper. Most times they are, not all the time. And so what I'll do is I'll scan the tag and see if I can find the same item on Amazon. Sometimes you can't though, because sometimes it's like a closeout item or whatever. But in this case, um, come on camera, focus. Um, in this case, I actually found some of the undies. There we go. That I, uh, I found some of the undies that I wanted to, that I purchased like one. And now I've got the SKU number, the model number, everything. And I can order more. And in this case, they were actually cheaper on Amazon. So they were like nine bucks instead of $12 because Amazon has them 25% off. And now I can get all the different colors that I want as well. Nice lace microfiber briefs. Hmm. Very, very comfy. Just a little shopping tip for you in case you needed one. Multiple boats. People trying to steal boats. What else were y'all trying to steal over the weekend? Um, any anybody's husbands got stolen? I guess that's a regular thing because people always be messing with me about that. I tell them, listen, I can't help you with the stolen husband situation anymore because your husband clearly wanted to be stolen. Ah. 
So back to the story, we're kind of going back and forth here, but back to the story down Palmdale, the mother took off the license plate off the car and says that she's going to sell the car. Um, and she tells her son that the car is a crosses. She don't want it in her yard. It sounds like you need to be telling your son that he is crosses. I'm just saying. <laughs> that is who the crosses are. Ah, Y'all are so silly. Your, your car is a crosses? No, ma'am. Your son, who is into all this activity, he's the cross. And he's the one that you need to try and do something with, perhaps. Mm-mm-mm. Here is mama. Ah, the car is the crosses. We'll get rid of the car. Get rid of your son, honey, Jill. Do something with him. No, sir. Someone says it's very nice and useful. I have one. Talk about the engraving tool. So highly recommend. Do, does anybody here sell them? Um, or is that another Amazon purchase? Leroy says get a hot pen, engrave it. Uh, Alejandro says taking Miami style Take out the battery and steering wheel. Um, Damien says that can't be true. That's stupid to put the boat at a public dock when so many areas with so many areas to sneak in. In the brack? Listen, I keep telling y'all nobody said criminals are bright, you know, they're trying to think. So um the thing about it is nobody's really monitoring the ports and came in back. So that's a public dock, yes, but obviously nobody saw anything. So it's probably easy. So Ms. Brenda says, yes, do like what the cowboys did. Etch your name in or on a pocket knife with a pocket knife or screwdriver. Um, John LaRue says that there's a device called a spot hug, which is a hidden GPS device that you can put on your boat. Thieves won't know where to find it. Oh, let me see. A spot hug. Let's see how much they are on Amazon. Spot. Yeah, y'all need to start getting these things to think, these types of things. Okay, spot hug. Mm, it's not coming up. Maybe send us a link if you can, John. Uh, all I'm seeing is um, spot loves his hugs. That's a book about dogs. <laughs> spot loves his daddy. Don't hug Doug. So I, I'm getting a lot of books, but I don't see. I don't see this GPS thing. So I don't know if Amazon doesn't sell it or what, but um, let me know. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I love the recommendations. Perla says it looks like they'll wait till they hear Sandy's traveling to misbehave. <laughs> Honey, child, not a dull moment. My phone kept ringing. And I was like, oh, I'm on a mini vacation. Leave me alone. If you don't use the prescribed keys, it will set off an alert when it leaves your dock. Oh, good morning to Ervalyn. Leroy says, yes, you can find the other markers at um, hot at, um, at what do you call them at the hardware stores. Ervalyn says a comfort comfort is wearing none. No panties. I hear you to chill. Actually, a little TMI, uh, but it's good to not wear any when you sleep at night for women, for your health. It's good. Let it air out, literally. Uh, Michael, good morning. 
Sazael Thompson's has them for 18 bucks for an engraver. There you go. Go support local. Um, Scott says you can buy a Dremel. Uh, that's the same thing. Dremel at A.L. Thompson's or Kirk Home. Same idea. New Ingo store, maybe. What's that? Ing, what's that Ingo store? I don't know what that part means. But yes, um, very good. So there you go. They sell them here. And the police are recommending that you use them because more and more people are starting to steal tools. Oh my gosh, they want to steal everything. GPS trackers are your friends. So look into investing in some of those as well. Huh. Mm -mm -mm. Um, yes, Michael says TMI. I knew it would be, but I mean, I keep trying to focus this camera here. I got to sort this out. I don't know why it keeps, I know why, because this mic is a little bit closer than it used to be. So it's kind of focusing on that. And then like, I'm trying to get, if I, if it focuses on my hand and then I bring it in, I can kind of get it to refocus a little bit, but it's not working. Ah, focus. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. Now, look, if I took this out completely, See, if I move the mic, it focused. Y'all saw that? It's the microphone that's confusing it because it's trying to like jump between me and the microphone. So Ing, Ingco 494 Shedden Road Power Tools. Is oh, that's a company that sells stuff, I guess, on Shedden Road. Never heard of them. There you go. Some free advertising. Jerry says you can also use an invisible ink pen. Only a black light can show the ink so they can't erase or sand out the markings. Oh, now, Jerry, you're a smart cookie, honey child. That is a much better idea because I was thinking that too. I'm like, so what if they see your name and number and whatever on the tools and then they just scratch it out with sandpaper or whatever? So Jerry says they've thought about that too. They've got an invisible ink pen. Hmm. Nice, Jerry. I love it. So get the invisible ones. To me, that makes a little bit more sense. And then you'll be able to find it. Oh, you got to keep one step ahead of the um, of the the scammers here. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, y'all give me the whole sauce on these criminals. Lord have mercy. Yes, sir. Um. So someone says the boat was anchored off of a buoy in the brack. Oh, and they brought it into the dock. Is what they did. The authorities brought it in. So it was anchored off by a buoy. Mm, that's very, very suspect. But uh, apparently you can get these spot trace satellite trackers. Um, and they're cheap. 80 bucks. That's it. For your boat. Ooh, honey chow. Spot trace. Hold on. Let me see if Amazon has it. Spot trace. Let me just try putting that in Amazon instead. So spot trace GPS tracker. Yes, I knew Amazon had to have it because they have everything. So they have spot gen four satellite GPS messenger, handheld portable GPS messenger for hiking, camping, outdoor activities, global star satellite network coverage. That's 99 bucks. They've got the tracking device, which I think is what we're talking about here for $129.95. Only nine left in stock. So, um, subscription needed. So yeah, you can 
satellite tracker for hiking, camping, cars, kids, outdoor activities, assets, and so on. There's one called SpotX, Bluetooth two-way satellite messenger. Oh, I think that's a communication device. Uh-huh. So the technology is there. GPS trackers, you can install them on your valuables. Even your cars, NHL, install it in the car too. They've got a GPS tracker for cats, only 50 bucks. Those of you who have these cats that like to walk about, put that on your cat. Um, unlimited range works with any collar, waterproof, and it has a smart activity tracker. So you can see exactly what your cat be going out there doing, killing all the birds and stuff. Y'all like, oh, my little cat is so cute. He's not doing anything. He's not being bad. Um, Jim says, Sandy, I think there, there needs to be a 12-step program for Amazon addiction. <laughs> yes, me and you, honey, Jill. I'd be signed up. Mm -hmm. There's always something in my Amazon cart. And I'm normally thinking about it. And I also have lists. Do y'all use the Amazon list? Where it's like, okay, I'm not really ready to make a purchase, but I want to think about it. So they have like these different wish lists that you can create. So I have different ones. I have one for health. I have one for like my home stuff. There's only one item in my health one. I've got a makeup one. So sometimes you find like a particular makeup product, face wash or whatever that you really like. And then you can't find it again. So this like helps you keep it like, you know, oh, I like this product. I ordered it once. I go and I keep it in a list. So I can order it again. Nothing new has been added in there for a while, since 2018. I have one for house-related things. I have one for books. So um, looking at the house stuff to see if any of this stuff is relevant now. Uh-huh. Oh, there's one here that was like a, a little fountain outside that you could put. Oh, that's cute. From 2017. Do they still have it? Mm-hmm. Looks so. St oh, currently unavailable. Aw. That's too bad. Normally, that means it's just not available anymore. But things like this, it's hard to bring in. This is like a little water fountain because they're so heavy. They're made of like stone and resin and they're pretty heavy, right? So you're better off trying to go to A.L. Thompson's or some somebody and trying to find this stuff because it is pretty heavy. But I, I like a little waterfall in the backyard, although you got to be careful with these mosquitoes. Um, adds a nice little element to the place. You know, you got in your backyard and you can sit down in your lawn chair and listen to the radio. Um, here's when I was thinking about getting a new steamer back in 2017. I never did buy this, come to think of it. Hmm. art steamer. Hmm. But that was 2016. They probably have a newer model by now. Huh. Okay. Anyway, let me not get too deep down that, that rabbit hole of looking at stuff on Amazon because that would be the whole show, honey chow. I got one for Gianna. So I add stuff in here, like um, they've got the posters, like the multiplication posters, like teaching them how to add and subtract and stuff like that. They've got division, multiplication, they're waterproof and everything. And so sometimes I put these up, even like spelling words, you can get the poster boards at spelling words. And then you put them on the door of your kids' rooms and then make it like a fun game where they can get awards like if they know what what is one times one what is one times whatever actually you know what i'm gonna add this to my cart she could start to use some of these things now 
All right. Not sure who's calling me in the regular line, honey chow. But if you're trying to reach the show, the number is 936 Bobo. 936. <laughs> 936. 2626 is el número de teléfono. That's where you got to call, honey chow. Otherwise, call me after the show. All right, Jim. Enough of Amazon because, like I said, ooh, honey, we're going to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Can I tell you all? Uh, oh, this is pretty cool. How does this work? So good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Sandy. How are you? Not bad, dear. How are you? I'm good. Um, am I live on your program right yes, now? Yes, ma'am. We're live and direct. Okay, that is good news. Okay. I am calling about the issue I'm having with the jobs came on profile. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That's mm -hmm. Okay, since the mm -hmm. 29th of May, I discovered that my user profile mm -hmm. was changed from my email address to another person's email address. Because since the 25th of May, I was mm -hmm. unable to um, access to the platform using my user profile. So when I went down to immigration mm -hmm. to work, sorry, and Mary Street, mm -hmm. and uh, Officer O'Neill checked it, and then this is what he told me, right? So Since someone, then, let me let me just understand what you're saying now. So you are a um, employer in the system? Yes. Okay. So that means that you create this profile, you're able to list jobs and all that kind of stuff. So the email right. address associated with your online profile has changed. Do you know who changed it? I don't know who's changed it. And mm -hmm. I've been emailing work mm -hmm. since then. Um, I've emailed the jobs came on um, support desk. Mm. Um, the only person responded to me is Mr. Winston Hunter. Nobody else has responded to me. I've tried calling, and this is happening since May 30th, right? Mm. Um, Mr. Brick, they have asked me to provide proof of me using the, mm -hmm. um, the profile. I've sent them proof that I send them the proof. I've even sent them in the beginning when I was trying to register, and I was having issues with it registering, and Nettie Wagner emailed me back, and I was telling her, I've been trying this since February. Mm -hmm. This is in 2020. I sent them all of that information. Mm -hmm. Nobody responded to me, you know, mm -hmm. nobody to this day. And I mean, I'm an agency and mm -hmm. I do a lot of things for other companies on the job scheme and profile. Right now, I can't do anything because when I use my login with my user ID, it shows mm -hmm. that I have never registered. Now, the other party that the user ID was um, changed to their email address, they are claiming that all the things that the activities on the job scheme and profile was done by them. Yet, they don't, I have all the information reflecting that I'm the one who did it. You know, I, I am mm -hmm. so disappointed with job scheme. Because if this happened to me, it could happen to anyone in Cayman. Yeah, that's quite a serious security breach because I'm wondering 
How does someone change the linked email address on a profile? Like that sounds very... It has to be changed within their system, within there. And so the fact that Uh they're not responding to me, and I think the person who it changed to their email address as a daughter working there, I used to do all of their immigration services, but now the daughter Mm -hmm. is doing all of their immigration services. So I think that's the hold way to come on now. Hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. Let me just understand what you just said, honey chill. So you're saying mm-hmm. that um the the email address that it has changed to, that person one of your former clients, it sounds like. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. that person works at immigration or WRC? Yes. Okay. And so the email address has been changed to their daughter's email address? No. To, to, the, email to their address, email address. Yes. And their daughter works at WRC or they work there? Yes. Which one? The daughter works there or the client the works there? The daughter works there. The, the daughter works there. Okay. Now this sounds like a conspiracy. I mean, I, I don't normally jump to conclusions here, but this <laughs> sounds very, very fishy. You know, um, I even tried to call them before I called you. I remember yes. I saw you. I saw you yep. in um, last week somewhere. A week, uh-huh. Yeah, last week Saturday, mm-hmm. and I tried not to um make this go public, mm-hmm. but they have pushed my patience. You know, because mm-hmm. they're not responding to my emails. The only person I have the courtesy mm-hmm. to even answer my phone calls is Mr. Winston Hunter, and you know that is not his department. There is nothing he can do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is this is really right now. I have things to do on the job scheme and platform, and I can't do it. I can't get it done. Mm-hmm. This is not good. Hmm. I can forward you all the emails yes. I've sent. I've sent to them. Oh, I know some people may gosh. recognize my voice, but if you could not publish this yes. company name because I don't want. You know, my other clients to get jumpy, you know? Right, but this right, this is not right. good, but, you All know, right. I told them if they, didn't re- if they didn't respond, I was going to go public. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to forward you all the emails mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I sent to them. Yes. Okay, yeah. my dear. Send okay. it to me. Yeah, okay. we'll, 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 we'll try to get to the bottom of this one because it sounds... Like something very yeah. fishy is going on. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay, okay. Okay, folks. Um, so we have um a request for an update on the explosion. So this is super interesting. So I'm gonna get into this. Um, we'll try to see if we can get details from that caller on what's going on. So listen. Everybody knows the explosion happened last week, Monday. I think it's been a week, over a week now. Um, lots of questions still remain unanswered. I was a little bit surprised when the police issued a statement saying, what was their headline? Nothing suspicious? I was like, uh, an explosion is by its very nature suspicious. <laughs> What the hell does that mean? So they released the scene of the explosion. They said on June the 10th that they have completed their um, processing of the scene. And um, the police 
have released the area. They're advising the plant that the planning department has deemed that the structure where the incident occurred as unsafe to enter or occupy. Well, yes, talk to them. And as such, person are to avoid entering the property. However, I, 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 I still need more. I have more questions than answers about this. Um, I don't know really. Uh, I'm trying to find the story where they claim that it was anything suspicious. I don't know what the heck that means. I'm confused. Can we get some more details on what they think caused it? So they're saying it was an accident. It was, uh, Scott says nothing suspicious, crystal meth. <laughs> Is crystal meth not suspicious? Uh, you know, there's rumors floating around. Was it a bomb? Was it done for insurance purposes? I guess they're trying to say that that line of inquiry, um, I understand that they were checking his phone, the young man with the explosion, they were checking his messages. And um, they were... I guess what they're saying is satisfied that it was not for any sort of um, nefarious reason that it could be that maybe he was just, I don't know if he was cooking anything or doing anything, but, um, you know, I don't know. So um, over the weekend, though, someone was asking what is going to happen to their homes because not everybody had insurance. And my gosh, uh, this is now where you take a little bit of a chance. But people are asking if they didn't have insurance, um, what is it that they're now supposed to do? Because they have damaged property. And apparently they've been calling the homeowner. I'm trying to find this message. They've been calling the homeowner and she has not been answering her phone. Presumably, she has insurance on her property. And if her son is responsible, I don't really give two cahoots whether um, this was something that was as a result of him cooking meth or cooking bacon or cooking what he, what he claimed is cooking, frying breadfruit. I don't really care what he was frying. Um, I think the bottom line is somebody's going to have to pay for the damage to the surrounding homes. Ironically enough, there was a guy yesterday on the flight with me. I had an opportunity to talk to him. His home is in the area. And he said that he had windows that were blown out. He had damage. He said his roof probably would have went, um, except for he has these big like exhaust fans, or whatever in the back. And so what the pressure did once it hit his house is it actually blew out um, all of his vents. So now he has to replace all his vents and he had some damage to his doors, which he has to replace as well. Hmm. I'm trying to find this message. So, um, so yeah, a few people are messaging um, in relation to this saying that, Hey, they're calling this woman. She's not answering the phone. What are they supposed to do? I mean, it's it's a good question. And I think um, the responsible thing for the homeowner to do is to step forward uh, through her insurance company and make contact with all these people. But what if, I mean, she, as far as I know, she had a mortgage in the property. So she's supposed to have insurance. Although I think that sometimes y'all let your insurance lapse. Uh, which is not a good thing. Um, and so, 
when when that happens, you know, you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble if you're in a situation like this. I'm trying to find the person who um can the person who messaged me yesterday about this message me again um if you're listening because um I'm trying to find the specific message so I can read it out loud. But anyway, uh they said yes, here it is. Um, please don't show my contact. It's been a week since explosion in Newlands. It's really sad what happened to them. However, not everybody was insured. I messaged the owner, no reply. If she's insured, she should provide that information. I lost 10 windows. My front door is destroyed and my kitchen ceiling. Uh, who was to pay for this? Um, I, I think the person to pay for this is the um the the homeowner who caused this incident. Like I said, even if it was just an accident, it doesn't really matter when it comes to um, insurance coverage or, or indemnifying. That's where you're going to put these people back in the position that they were in. This is not cheap. I don't know what these double pane hurricane windows go for these days, but say they're even four or 500 bucks times how many windows? Say they're $500. I mean, I don't know what they go for because everything construction has gone up. Times 10, that's $5,000 right there. Not everybody has $5,000 sitting around. So lady, owner of the house, please don't make this an issue where CMR had to be calling your name on the program. Get in contact with your insurance company. Do we know who the house was insured with? Does anybody know her business? I'll, I'll be happy to take the information. And can we find out um, how the clean process is going to work? When somebody hits you in a car, at least you kind of like, okay, there's a person there, you know, show me your car insurance. Uh, the same concept should be applying. Scott said claims should be levied against the offending home, either by the other insurance companies, if they have insurance or by the individuals. That's right. Because here's the thing. If you make a, a claim on your house, do you know what the deductible is? Honey, child, germ, that last storm we had, I think it was last year that caused some damage to some roofs and whatever. Some people were contacting their insurance company like, oh yeah, I want to make a claim. And then when they found out what the deductible was, listen to me, honey, go look it up. Go look at your documents because you'd be scared to know how much your deductible is. It's not going to be no little sum. You're probably looking at $20,000 for deductible. And that don't make no sense if what it's going to cost you to fix it is less than that. Plus, I don't know with homes, do we get a no home discount like you do with driving? Like, you know how you can get up to 60% because you've never made a claim? Um, I don't think they do that with home insurance, but they should because Jesus knows we need it. Um, so yes, this is a question that's floating around out there. People need help. Uh, you can't be living uh, weeks and months later with damaged windows, especially in the height of hurricane season. So I wish this homeowner would step forward and contact her neighbors and do the right thing. But in the event that she's not minded to do so, can anybody who has uh, information and who she was insured with, please contact us? Like I said, rumors are floating around. The house was about to go into foreclosure. We know that literally days before this explosion on the 30th of May, it was listed online for sale. Suspish. But the police said nothing going on nefarious. So we're like, okay, if you say so. Um, but somebody's got to pay. 
Now, the people who were in the home, I understand, I think it was his girlfriend and a couple of kids, uh, they're now without a place. They now have, you know, they're looking for donations for a six-month-old and uh, I think the two girls, six and three, um, they have no place to stay, no, you know, they've lost everything. So, of course, if you're in a position to assist those people, by all means do so. But the homeowners in that area now also have a claim to make it as well. So Ms. Brenda says, isn't this treated like damage from a hurricane? Any damage done from my property to yours, it's your insurance responsibility to pay. I don't actually know. I mean, since I, I don't think it's a hurricane because a hurricane is like a force of nature. This was caused in some kind of way by an individual. So I don't know if it's really his fault. Um, I don't, the more I heard about the situation, with home gas, I kind of didn't think it was related to home gas. You know, the big tank was not even connected. That part of the house, there was no gas connected. Like there was just too many things that pointed away from home gas for me. And by the way, here's a little nugget of information. Um, the, um, the homeowner's husband or whatever, the father of this guy with the explosion, he has, he works for clean gas. So he works for one of the gas companies. So although the tank was there and it said home gas on it, the big tank, they didn't actually get from home gas. I don't know where he got it from, but they didn't get it from home gas. And as far as I know, home gas, they got one of the smaller tanks, but the installation that you saw there wasn't done by any of the home gas people that was done by somebody else. Could it have been the father since he works in the gas business? Maybe, that seems logical. There's just a lot of questions that people have about how all of this went down. And I, as far as I know, home gas also was not, well, the big tank, like I said, was not even connected. They were not being serviced by home gas either. So don't forget, we have more than one gas company came out now, folks. And there's a whole issue, we're going to do an article on this, about tanks that are in circulation, right, for, for home gas that are being used by other providers. So when something happens, y'all automatically assume, oh, this is home gas. Home gas actually isn't providing the service. They may not have even done the installation. So it's interesting, and we still have to get home gas on the show to see what they're able to tell us. So one person says, um, the property had no shown liens on it. So that means no bank liens? Huh. So let me let me comprehend this now. If there were no bank liens on it, that means that it was not going into foreclosure because that would not be possible unless there was a bank lien. So that means they should have insurance. I don't know if they had it for the full $600,000, 640000 that they were asking or trying to sell it for, but that's interesting. So if it was mortgage-free, deed is free and clear, apparently. Wow. Now, that is super interesting. So that means, number one, the foreclosure rumor cannot be true. That's good news. And number two, you better go fix these people's homes in your neighborhood, honey child, because you don't even got a bank mortgage. And while you're at it, go get your planning approval for that additional. I guess it doesn't matter anymore. 
<laughs> What's planning going to do now? You, your son destroyed it for you. So I guess planning can't enforce something that no longer exists. That entire add-on has been blown to smithereens. What a hot mess of things you hear. Yep, the father works at Clean Gas. So I don't know what bamboozling went on there, honey child, but um, I think the neighborly thing to do and the legally right thing to do is to reach out to your neighbors who sustained some damage and you're going to have to make a claim on your insurance. Hmm. Uh, Simon or Simeon, I think it's Simeon, sorry. It says, good morning, ma'am. I don't know if you've touched on the new pension withdrawal, but if you can, um, yes, um, Simeon. Trying to get this thing to refocus. Uh, yes, Simeon, we are actually going to be touching on that. We're going to have guests come in to the studio, hopefully Thursday or Friday. So we've already reached out to them, people in the pension business, and we're going to go through that because there's some elements of it that are a little bit confusing. I actually want to get someone from government pension to come in as well and to explain why government civil servants are not eligible for this. I think a lot of them don't quite understand it and they're confused. Um, so Ms. Brenda says, based on the police report, I interpret that to mean that there's no crime committed. In other words, it was an accident. Yeah, I think, I think so, but oh, what a hot mess. So Perla says, with all these professionals, they can't say exactly what caused it. Even if, even if you're in a boardroom talking about it, everyone's, everyone will tell the outsiders they should try and notify the public what really caused the explosion. Well, I'll tell you what, one of the parties that was kind of you know, part of the investigation said to me, we may never know what caused it, but we can certainly tell you what didn't cause it. So I think it might now become um, a process of elimination where they can say, okay, it wasn't home gas, tanks weren't connected. You know, they checked, there was no leakage of anything out of the tanks. The tanks still had lots of propane in them, blah, blah, blah. There are things that you can look to to say, okay, this likely didn't cause it, this didn't cause it, but what did? Frying bread food, apparently. I had no clue that frying bread food could be so dangerous, honey gel. Um, I think about that bread food a little bit harder next time I feel like having some fried bread food. Mm -mm -mm. Put them in the oven, bake them. Yes, indeed. Um, all right, so, uh -huh. so no liens on the property. Wow. Free and clear. Well, I guess what's left standing, um, what's left standing, uh, you know, maybe you can, you can get a loan or something. I don't know. But Sandra, from what I understand, that house was condemned. Condemned before the explosion? I don't think the house was condemned. I think the add-on portion never got planning approval. And so um, that has to now, like I said, it probably doesn't matter now, but the homeowners from March had put in the documentation to get after the fact approval. Y'all need to stop this bamboozling with planning. Do things the right way because you're putting people's lives at risk. You understand what I'm saying? Again, I don't know if it's directly related to this, but my understanding is that the... Um, the property owner added on a whole section and did not go to planning at all. With no bank loan and you're making rental income, which is free and clear, come on now. Y'all need to do better than this. This is no respect 
for our people's lives at all. This person says no one should have been living there because they heard that it was um, condemned. That's not what I've heard. I just heard that this part of the property um, did not have planning approval. So they were trying to um, they were trying to do it after the fact. Oh, what a hot mess. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Well, hopefully we'll get some answers, uh, some more answers on, on what's going on. I'll reach out to some insurance companies and see what they think. Uh, Brenda says also it's a first in Cayman, no precedent. They have to figure it out between insurance companies. I mean, it might be a first here. I'm not really sure. But the, the precedent there is set based on insurance companies' policies and stuff, right? So insurance companies understand the rules and the law of indemnification and how it works. Um, and normally the party that causes the incident, whether it was accidental or not, they're the ones who are legally on the hook for having to pay for it. All right. Uh, we're going to have um, two jackasses of the day. Uh, you decide which one is worse. This dude here, hear this story now. This one's going to blow your socks off. Involved in a hit and run. So here's what happened. He hit a, this is a Honda. I don't know what kind of Honda. He hit a lady's BMW parked outside of Funky Tang's. Uh, this was yesterday morning, a little bit after 11 o'clock. And um, uh, the woman said he was drunk. So he stopped, said, oh, that's not too bad. She asked for his ID. He went to the vehicle to get the ID. And then he drove off. He took off. Anybody knows who owns this vehicle? <laughs> because um, we're going to definitely put him up as JA of the day. Well, there's that. So he goes to the car and somebody else messaged to say, oh my gosh, I saw this happening. Mm -mm -mm. And they were so shocked. They're like, I saw this happening. And yeah, the guy was like, oh, he's going to go to his car mm -hmm. and get stuff out of his car. And he was going to be right back. And he literally took off drunk at 11 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Mm -mm. No, sir. Okay. So that's our first nomination for JA of the day versus another drunk person. Have a look at this. This is a drunk driver. Uh-huh. Look at this now. Drunk driver driving and this video actually catches the accident. What are the chances? Look at this. So this looks like down um, Newlands Bypass. There's somebody that crashed before they reach home. Hear what the guy say. He said, there's somebody going to crash before they reach home. Looks like a little Honda Fit or something, but they were all over the road driving. Really poor. Yeah. He said they going to crash before they reach home. And look at them swerving all over the road. And listen, I mean, right, you know, there's a car right in front of them. And then there's another car. These people are so ridiculous with the chances that they take. Too much oil. I think I meant too much to drink. Look, yeah. Look, yeah. Practically driving off the road. Would you make say that one Spanish girl, you know? Driving in the car. And look, yeah. Look, look. Going on over there. Next thing. 
Look at them. Right up in the bushes and flipped the car. Let's watch this again. So it was in the far far right lane in Newlands. It looks like it almost was going to hit the car in front of it and then swerved and then ran right into the bushes and mashed up the little Honda fit in the bushes. Well, if the police needed any evidence of um, how this happened, there you go, honey child. Wow. So, so sad, so done. He was like, see, I told you she was going to have an accident. My God. What on earth? So Jim says they're both equally J.A. of the day. Um, no one is better than the other. Uh, Miss Dean says, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm trying to get this thing to focus is beginning to get on my nerves. All right. Um, no, sir. Irvlin says on the Newlands bypass. Sue says, uh, Brenda, I hope they need to go out checking around, see what's going on. Mm hmm. Um. Hmm. What a hot mess. It's a Nissan March, says Leroy. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a, a, a Honda fit this time. And Jim says alcohol plus driving deserves more than J of the day. Yes, they deserve jail time is what they deserve. I mean, seriously. Miss Brenda is letting her mind go wild in this one. She says maybe she was servicing a customer in the car. Lord Jesus. Uh, Charles said, I saw the, the car this morning and said to myself, I wonder how this happened. Now I know. What a hot mess. Yep. Another one bites at us. All right, folks. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. That's our program today. Um, so, oh, Lord. All right. Um, this person says, and the police don't know where, why there's so much crime. The police struggles with enforcement. Oh, my goodness. Mm -mm -mm. All right, beautiful folks. That's your show. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We'll be back with more uh, local happenings. We need to talk about the flooding in Cayman Brack that happened on Friday. We didn't quite get to that. So we'll discuss that flooding over the weekend. Cayman Brack actually had a waterfall. Never heard of such a thing in my life. But make sure you tune in and I'll show you guys some of the video footage. Have a beautiful day. See you guys tomorrow morning. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cold Hard Truth on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7.30 a.m. Never miss an episode again. Watch anytime on CMR's Facebook and YouTube channels for the latest show episodes. Don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit CaymanMarlRoad.com for all the latest news and community happenings. 